0: Everyone, welcome to Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best era in reality television, recapping shows like I Love New York, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celeb reality shows that you love. I am Mike,
1: and I'm Sonia, and whoever is holding the rights to I Love New York hostage, just fucking give us a win, okay? Yeah.
0: it is weird the timing of everything. This We're like, sucks.
1: it really fucking sucks. So, in case you haven't noticed, if you've been watching along with us on Hulu. There is a time limit. Like by the time this episode airs, I think it'll be less than a week until yeah. "I Love New York." I don't know if it's as a whole or at least season two is gone off of Hulu. Yeah.
0: It'll be gone by what is it Monday the thirty-first of sure, August.
1: I would guess. that makes sense by Ish. the end of the month, if not the thirtieth. Yeah, right. So I mean, unfortunately, it's not streaming anywhere else besides nowhere no nowhere besides you know your favorite video platform hypothetically like the google owned video sharing platform hypothetically now
0: they're gonna get taken down
1: if it was available there hypothetically i'm saying i'm not saying it's it's there but if it was uh just do a search maybe for like isle of new york season two and most of the episodes will be there but actually In all seriousness, though, I think the next episode after this one isn't available on would would not hypothetically be available on that website. So maybe either binge the season soon, or
0: binge it or make sure or at least watch 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 the next episode. Make sure you watch the episode
1: hypothetically if it was on another website. Not saying that it is for legal reasons, but you know do what you want with this information anyway on like a way lighter note uh <laughs> welcome back to the How
0: show
1: i don't know welcome back to the show we're still doing i love new york it is um
0: it's episode three yo
1: exhausting in its own way it's i like hate more of the people well
0: no that no i see well kind of
1: i don't really like them <laughs> i don't like things as much this, this is season. where it's it's like it's fun to talk about, is it, but it's... how
0: do you kombucha come? How do you pronounce it? What? Yeah, what's it's that kombucha. drink? The kombucha girl. Oh, which okay. Is like, uh, like that's where I stopped yeah. when you said that, and I was like, eh, eh, mm, eh. You know. Yeah. It just seems like there's so much more dialogue in these. Well, yeah, because you're taking them up than you're others. Taking this time. No, even <laughs> even if well, I still get through them a lot faster, but. No, it's like, even when you're watching- Lucky you with
1: your functional brain and your lack of executive function disorder. (laughs) Oh, fancy.
0: I just also, I type quick.
1: What was I even saying? I don't remember now. Oh, this season's fine. It's, you know what I realized? And I might be being a little, like, dramatic with everything going on right now. And this is partially influenced by something, VH1CU thing we've got to talk about in a little bit. But, like- I don't know if it, let me know if you feel the same not that your opinion on this like as a white guy like super matters but like i i kind of feel like they make so like you know how with like flavor of love and rock of love like the idea that met though the idea well, the, the idea that men would be interested in them would be kind of random but like the idea that the the women are interested in them seems like silly and kind of absurd you know and and it makes sense right because like why would these women in their 20s be attracted to these like old disgusting creeps right
0: not terribly they're rich musicians that are like world famous i could see why
1: yeah but like i mean for like actual romantic connection reasons i'm talking about like making an actual tangible relationship or like actually being attracted to somebody at the very least like even for even in terms of shallow reasons like it doesn't seem plausible that outside of money that they would be attracted to him yeah or them rather but like i feel like some of that and i didn't I didn't really feel this in season one, and maybe it was my naivete, maybe it was the casting that they did, maybe it's production intervention. I feel like there's some weird energy in this that, like, makes it kind of seem like the idea of being with New York is a joke.
0: I don't get that feeling at all.
1: I mean, I need to, like, watch it again, because I took these notes when I wasn't really feeling super great, so, like, I was probably extra... Moody and plus I think some of what again what we're about to talk about like kind of has me in this headspace like I sort of felt like I mean obviously all of these people just want to be on TV right but like I think there's something a little bit more loaded about that when it comes to like a dark skinned black woman like the idea that people wouldn't actually want to be with her or like that they're there just to sort of use her as like a springboard feels kind of icky to me but I might be overthinking it. I don't know. I mean, I feel like
0: kind of the, that's how all these shows are, no I matter know, who but, it is they're you going for. I know,
1: understand that there's more serious implications. Well, because she's
0: less of a celebrity, and as you said, she's a dark-skinned black woman as opposed to right a world-famous rock musician or rapper or slash hype man, really.
1: Slash bridge troll. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like...
0: Gotta pay that troll toll. Ugh.
1: But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let me know what y'all think. Like tell me if I'm being too like girl you're it's you are being like it's all
0: I don't see it don't that even way at know. all. Can I
1: word but like I
0: yeah. think a lot of it they probably looked at like holy shit I live New York is like the most watched VH1 show I want to be on season two to try to maybe get myself a show yeah, or absolutely. it gives me a way as but you said again, like a platform and, like, to become I famous. Think the, the I don't think anyone being with her is a joke. Though. No, I don't.
1: No, I don't. Oh, I think you're missing what I'm saying. But like I think it's it's not that I'm saying that it is or like. I just think that a lot of the guys came into the show looking at it that way, like not really being interested in her, but being interested in
0: possible fame and yeah. fortune and everything and that not goes that, with And
1: it. it's not that that wasn't there in season one. It was obviously there in season one. Yeah. It just felt like it feels so much more prevalent to me now.
0: I mean, I could also just I mean, we'll see how it feels obviously, with the next flavor of love and the next rock of love
1: but then but also like those people i don't know i guess really the real comparison will be like will we feel the same when we get around to daisy of love like will it be as much of a joke the idea that like somebody would want to be with daisy
0: in the the same way way. i don't look at it where like we'd look at it like it's a joke that someone would want to be with new york
1: i don't know she's an attractive
0: woman and they all seem to be into her
1: I, maybe I'm, again, maybe my perception is being tainted by something we're about to talk about. But before we get into all of that.
0: possible where, yes, I just don't see as much as you, but others do. I
1: also, I guess maybe part of it too is like in terms of production and casting that like when it becomes about who the internet wants and who her mom wants, it becomes less about who's actually would be interested in her as a person. Yeah again back to like taking that autonomy away from her not that she not that any of these people really had say in whatever it's just i don't know i don't know oh gosh anyway uh to get through some more housekeeping before we get into the vh1cu news rate review subscribe tell friends who don't suck five stars please. five stars please if you want to support us in a way that is free that is a a great way to do it it helps get us on the radar of more people and bumps us up in the charts and helps with funky algorithm stuff as they say on the shut up and give me murder shows uh but if you want to support us beyond that and listen to us for even more time for some reason unbeknownst to me patreon.com slash rewind the love pod we've got I love the 2000s, or the aughts, rather, because we do VH1s, I Love the New Millennium, and I Love the 2000s, as well as other random stuff that happens. Yes. We're still working our way through the 100 most shocking moments in rock and roll. History. History.
0: Can't leave out the word.
1: Yeah. I've been trying to think about what sort of other things would go on that list if they updated it today. But some of these things are kind of inspired by, like, other stuff that's going on. Well, like... Megan tory might be a thing
0: it might be one might
1: be a thing uh i guess I mean, I was it's just only because it's so about, fresh and new that i guess they i was also just thinking about wilson phillips uh mackenzie phillips claiming that she had an incestuous relationship with her father who's from the mamas and the papas and that's
0: definitely possible definitely possible when was that filmed again what the hundred greatest moments in rock and roll oh one it was O one. Yeah, oh my no, god the amount like, of shit that's happened since oh one is forget it.
1: everything like britney well i know that like because i know that they redid it not that they redid it but like they did like 25 or 50 more shocking moments yeah. and i'm sure like britney's oh seven situation is in there is that when she shaved her head it was the year she, uh well i guess this wasn't the year she got married yeah that was the year she shaved her head gotcha. i still feel like that was postpartum depression and no yeah, people things. don't talk don't about that. She had two she babies back to back. That like fucks with your brain. Yeah. But uh I'm trying to think like what else I think would be on it. I like can't think of anything that's happened. Michael Jackson dying, Prince dying, Whitney Houston dying. So death? Death, a bunch of deaths. Uh but yeah, so I don't know. There's plenty of fun yeah. not fun, but like stuff to talk about. We probably just on tangents. You could probably
0: Google like even you just go to like rolling stone or something that would just have news articles as and we'd be candid- like oh shit as
1: candid as we are here we're like way more candid there i feel like got a little less chill but well yeah Remember the like what we all the tangents we went on for the 2000s one we had to we turned the last 2001 into three parts
0: too many tangents
1: T- too many or like just enough i don't know but patreon's fun and it helps us out It's where we you know, try to
0: do well not that we try to do more tangents it's where more tangents typically more, just more happen, tangents get done except for one that's about to come up
1: yeah so let's let's talk about it so i had mentioned when we started this season that i was going through the instagrams of some of the guys and had stumbled upon buddha's instagram and how it had some kind of cringe stuff, but you know like some good stuff to balance it out, I guess, and like he struck me as a little hotepi and like he made um like a homophobic type of co- like comment, and I was like, oh, that's kind of gross, and I don't really fuck with him, but I was like, maybe I'm just and like I found it kind of uh tainting the way that I watched the show mm-hmm. like it became a little I know you're gonna ask me what this means so i'm gonna explain it immediately after there's an expression called like bitch eating crackers like bitch eating crackers and like what that means is like when somebody is like you hate somebody so much like everything they do annoys you including like eating crackers
0: okay you know like
1: when you can't stand the way so you don't have you don't understand this because you don't like get angry but like you know like when everything somebody does like gets on your fucking nerves Mm -hmm. Like, that's what bitch-eating crackers is. Like, where you know that you're being, like, completely unreasonable, and even if it was somebody you liked, you wouldn't hold them to that high of a standard. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm... I was like, so I'm, like, watching this show and, like, being like, maybe I'm just being, like, bitch-eating crackers about Buddha, right? So I had made the comment on... I think it was episode one of this season. It was like, I know that Lacey had him on Talk of Love, but I don't know how the conversation went because as I mentioned, no disrespect to Lacey or the show, I just don't listen to it because she has a bunch of people on who are also on I Love Money, so I don't want it to spoil I Love Money and uh, the other charm schools when they come out, whatever. Which, by the way, she just put out an episode with uh, Larissa, a.k.a. Boots. Yes. That's going low-key viral because Larissa's saying that uh, Monique kind of blackballed her for a while like from different events uh which as much as i don't want to believe it i kind of feel like that would track
0: what kind of events
1: i don't know like i i didn't watch the whole video and like i only watched part of like i had i don't know i wasn't super paying attention to the clip but it was like oh it was some kind of like spa event for I don't know, like entertainers. And this was like shortly after because Monique won the Oscar like not long after these shows aired. So she like you know, thought pretty highly of herself as you know, I mean she should have thought highly of herself but not high enough that she's like better than anybody you know. And Larissa said that she like said that if she was going to be there that like she had gotten word that Monique said that if Larissa was going to show up that she would not and because this was, like, the time when her star was shining super bright, Larissa basically got uninvited to the thing. And Damn. so, she said that now, like, it's the kind of thing where, because Monique's having this issue where she's claiming to have been blackballed and stuff herself, that she's, like, Larissa's kind of like, well, karma.
0: Karma's a bitch, yeah. Right. So- Karma's a bitch eating crackers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. But, yeah, so, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing, but it's it's definitely uh worth checking out for sure if it hasn't crossed your twitter timeline you're Mm -hmm. not following the right people i guess but anyway back to the reason why i brought talk of love up so when i had mentioned that buddha had been on talk of love and i didn't know how the conversation went because he posted a bunch of like he posted a bunch of like sketchy stuff and i know that Lacey's not really about that life like she's pretty outspokenly you know an ally to a couple different marginalized communities so you know i was like oh i'm kind of like surprised you know so a bunch of listeners messaged me and said actually she like really kind of takes him to task for all of this stuff so i was like okay good to know so let me check it out first of all this episode is like way longer than all of her other episodes i think this one's like an hour and 40 minutes whereas most of them are about around an hour just, on, just shy of an hour right So I'm like, okay, like some stuff goes on. And this episode was like in June and not long after all of the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor stuff. So it was, it like made sense to me why she brought him on, Mm -hmm. you know, for a variety of reasons. And I was like, you know, let me just give it a listen so I could report back to y'all about what was said. Not to take listeners away from Lacey at all, but just kind of like an I listen to it so you don't have to type of thing and I didn't I took like I I guess I didn't pay attention to how long it was going to be because like I took a decent amount of notes but I'm not gonna go through all of them I just like needed to share a bunch with you and it gets to a point where it gets like super homophobic and transphobic so I will put timestamp in the description about when that part of the conversation falls but then there's other stuff that they talk about first that kind of if you just You want to skip ahead, you're more than welcome. But also, if you, you know, want to at least skip past that part, you'll know exactly when it starts and when it ends. So if you want to steer clear of that content, again, go to the description. I've got the timestamp. So Lacey starts the episode. She kind of like usually does like, I don't know, I don't want to call it a monologue, but she talks a little bit first. And she actually tells uh, a pretty interesting anecdote about knowing your rights Something about, like, when she was touring as, like, a young younger artist and she got pulled over and how she had learned that, like, the cops aren't allowed to search your truck or your vehicle if you don't have a warrant, whatever. What's funny about a lot of what Lacey is doing in this episode, or maybe just in general, like I said, I don't super listen to the podcast, but, like, she's clearly an ally in in training. Like, her intention is in the right place, but she, like, misses the marks a couple times. But, you know, the intention is there. I'll let her cook. Mm -hmm. So. She tells this story about how she got pulled over and she does acknowledge at the end that she benefits from a tremendous amount of privilege. And that also factored into why she was able to get out of the traffic stop and all of that stuff. But does make a really solid point about like how important it is for everybody to know their rights. So I'm like, cool, off to a great start. So then she starts talking to Buddha and he is smug and condescending right from the fucking get go. He makes it clear that he doesn't you know he never watched any of these shows whatever and that he didn't know her or any of this cuz they were on they were both on I Love Money but they were on different seasons true but to kind of skim through what he talks about like first they kind of talk about cuz Lacey's saying about how they were both the villains of their respective seasons and of course he wants to blame editing and you know and Lacey does actually at this point admit that she based a lot of who she was on her show after having watched New York yeah Which was, like, I mean, something we had all speculated, but it was interesting. For a lot of people. Yeah, of course. But it's weird because when they get to that kind of conversation and they're talking about, like, oh, yeah, like, we just like to both kind of poke the bear or whatever. He's, like, and this, I feel like, sets the tone for how I looked at him from here on out because this is, like, something I kind of suspected but, like, felt very gratifying in, like, actually hearing him say is that he's like, oh yeah, and those when those people get mad, you like won more or less because you know you clearly got under their skin and like just praising, being manipulative, mm-hmm. which especially at your big ass age, like why are we reveling in manipulation now at this point in our lives? Like
0: it wasn't just mainly focused on the show about it though. N-
1: it was definitely... you like, yo,
0: this is a game, technically. I
1: think that he was probably trying to frame it that way, but I also kind of feel like the way he speaks to her and the mm. way he speaks about women in general through the rest of this, that I think that he's one of those types of people who like gets a hard-on from, like, being the smartest guy in the room, or at least feeling like the smartest guy in the room. Gotcha. And that in his mind, if you can, like, get people to react a certain way, mm-hmm. then, like, you are the most powerful one of them. Which is, like, how that has to be an exhausting way to live. Like, going about every interaction with people just figuring out how to game them or like if they're trying to game you and it's like no like most people are just trying to live their fucking lives and like get through their days like it's not all about the the sociology of it all like fucking relax which is a lot coming from me who likes to analyze dumb shit for a living well not for a living but you know what i mean like this is my this is my fun time activity but so they talk a little bit about, I think Lacey was supposed to be on the season of I Love Money with the guy who killed the his wife or okay. his girlfriend from Mega Wants a Millionaire. And Buddha then says that the guy should have sued production because obviously he was on this, he was on two shows. Yeah, And he should have, I think like what he's trying to say is that he should have sued production for causing, like, a psychological break. Oh. Even though, like, and then, like, Lacey kind of backs that up and goes, like, well, I think, like, part of the problem was also that he had, like, a domestic violence record in Canada, and but they only did background checks for, like, United States.
0: Oh.
1: So if they would have extended it to Canada, they would have seen that he had a record there and maybe, like, he, they wouldn't have cast him. Not to say that You know, obviously, domestic violence escalates, unfortunately, like often enough. But either way, like, I just was like weird that he tried to make it, he tried to blame production for this guy going on to like commit a really heinous crime, but whatever. So he talks a little bit about his background and how he did you know he's like a computer science guy and he was like oh the program at the school that i was at you know wasn't what i thought like up to snuff so like i designed this whole program and then i went to be a model and then i found out later that they had implemented all my changes and didn't give me any credit and at first i was like what a fucking douchebag you know whatever but then i was like all right this is like my bitchy and crackers moment because i was like Obviously, that would be something really frustrating. Like, if it happened to somebody that I liked or to myself or something like that, you know, you put all this work into designing something and then you get no credit, especially at the academic level for doing it, then yeah, that would suck. And it is impressive that you managed to create something that people implemented. Like, fine. Like, I was like, you know, maybe I'm just being too salty of a fucking bitch, right? So he's talking about how he did modeling and then acting. And I forgot exactly how this comes up, but. I think they're just kind of talking about relationships and gender roles a little bit. And, like, Lacey talks about how she's in her 40s and, like, has no desire to have kids. And he's like, oh, really? Like, oh, like, just, you know, I'm just... Like, basically, he's, like, surprised that a woman would potentially not want to have children. Which is, like, ridiculous. And then I think because Lacey, like, despite all of her bullshit, like really does want to try to be a nice person sometimes she like feels the need to explain to him why she doesn't want to and it was like girl it's your fucking show you don't have to
0: explain yourself right
1: exactly in general you don't fucking have to but especially on your own goddamn show
0: you don't want kids you don't have to have kids like
1: so he talks about uh when they're talking about his like progression to being on these shows he's like oh i'm not one of those people who watches tv which i'm like fuck you you know what i mean like that that doesn't make you superior to anybody else i hate a bitch that doesn't watch tv now obviously i'm very biased because like my whole entire life is tv but like i don't know just you don't have to like it's one of those like you don't have to like it but like don't you're not better than anybody else for not liking it right this is when Lacey admits that her character was her character quote unquote was very strongly influenced by new york go back to my rock of love at the rock of love episodes to kind of hear my feelings about it about like the her decision to be that character so she asked him about how he ended up getting on the show so he says that he went to a casting because he was acting and modeling at this point and he went on an audition for a vh1 show about like being the smartest model and they claimed that he was too smart so they rejected him they said actually this is for like dumb people who think they're smart and he was, they were like, oh, but the we have something else that we potentially would want you to be on. But just, mm-hmm. like, keep your phone number, you know, be aware that we might be reaching out to you. Then they called him for this, like, a couple months later. And he's like, oh, I had to take my time to, like, think about if this is something I'd want to be involved in. Because, I, like, I sort of knew about the show. And, like, I knew of New York as the loud ratchet one. Now... At first I was like, what the fuck? But then I realized, okay, if you're somebody who knows nothing of this show really, chances are you still knew about the the spit thing with pumpkin. Oh yeah. So I'm assuming that he based his opinion of her on that instance, which it's one of those things that like I, I feel like in your memory, it in like a person's memory would be more like ratchet looking than it actually was which is kind of weird to say about a situation where somebody spits on someone but like you know she conducts herself like not in you know if you wanted to make it like about looking ghetto which is its own loaded classism bullshit i don't know it just kind of reminds me of that time that a racist girl went to school with the one who got said i got she got the breast implants because of me Huh? she was super fucking racist despite being a POC, that time that Richard Spencer and Richard, not Richard Spencer, Richard Sherman, oh my God, two very different people. Richard Quite Sherman, the opposite of the spectrum quite the of each op- other. As yeah. much the opposite as humanly possible. My bad. I'm still like reeling from the news that he endorsed Joe Biden. But anyway. So Richard Sherman, that time that he went off about um Michael Crabtree, mm-hmm. right? She was talking about it and she's like, I don't understand why he needed to curse. I'm like, he didn't curse. If you go look verbatim at what he said, like, He was actually pretty, like, concise and to the point. Just, like, he won't be better than me, whatever. And, like, that's the kind of thing that I imagined happened here. Where, like, he watched a fight where, like, a black woman uh, was going after another person and was immediately like, oh, that is automatically ghetto. Just by default. So he researched the show before deciding to do it and binge watched as much as he could stomach. You know, because he's so above all of this bullshit. And his first thought of New York was that she was a hood rat, but saw cute, adorable potential there. Now, this in my mind, now, obviously, I'm very biased because obviously New York is my queen. But like, this is when I started looking at the show as a whole a lot differently, because the idea that I mean, listen, he's a good looking guy. He's obviously one of those guys that I've talked about on this show before who's been good looking his whole life and thereby did not develop an actual personality. I get it, but the idea of him looking at New York, right, especially considering here like she is arguably the best she's looked to up until this point, yeah, you know her hair, her wigs have improved, her makeup's improved, all of that she's got like fabulous boobs, like she's at like a good place with her boob job, whatever. And just also, I mean, not that she wasn't pretty to start out with, but, like, in terms of glamorous and, like, being well put together, like, this is, up until this point, the best, in my opinion, she's looked. So just the idea that this guy could look at her and be like, I mean, I guess, is, like, repulsive to me. Just really deeply offensive. And then basically using her show as a jumping off point. Like, basically admitting to it. Now... My issue with this also is, like, either he felt that way from the get-go for real, and that's just a really gross way to feel about it, or he's saying this in hindsight because he's bitter and embarrassed about having done it, which is, like, one of those things where it's, like, you're embarrassed that you even tried to date her, so you have to make her look bad, which is also just in poor taste, I Mm -hmm. feel like, just kind of ungrateful and just icky. So, whatever. They... Also talk a little bit about how he didn't really plan. He didn't really expect to be there for very long, which is why I assume he didn't actually bring a suit based on what he wears during the presentations this week. And he also claims that Millione, the one Jamal True Love, who we talked about last episode, the one who was wrongly convicted of murder and was Mm -hmm. exonerated and all of that stuff. He claims that he considers him the chance of that season, which I thought was an interesting take. But actually, I kind of agree with. Even though he was only on for one episode. That's what I was going to say. He's got I mean, a very. A but, like, when you think. Well, I guess just sort of like the wild card. He, yes. Type of thing. It's and just I was kind like, of. You know what? It's just it's a little tracks. weird. Yeah.
0: But I see Millione, Yes. Million was a little more of the. I want to say loudmouth, out there kind of guy. Yeah. But yeah. But as you said, wild card is the best way to put it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that that was his intention. So I was like, huh. Actually, a decent point. You know. So then. They start, because like I said, this was shortly after, you know, all the protests began happening, that they kind of get into a discussion of not quite current events, but like race and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And obviously he's thrilled to have the opportunity to be like an authority on this subject, you know, because like, what's the, you know, ally white girl going to do but question a black man's ex- like experience <laughs> on his own life? But he gets into, like, weird places where he's just like, I think that we, you know, once color is taken out of the equation, we'll all be better off. Like, he's looking forward to the day that we're all, like, Brazilian-looking or alien-looking. Just basically that we are all one homogenous um appearance and then he says we can we'll be able to focus on the intellect at that point which is like so then we can discriminate based on intellect instead of race is what you're saying so lacy you know because at first already like he like is like droning on and on and just focused so much on intellect that i kind of felt this way during the course of the show as well that i was like you're one of those people that like fights with facts instead of feelings. And obviously it helps to be to tr- when you're trying to argue a point to be like to come with facts and to try to be impartial. But obviously at some point facts are going to be affected by opinion and like by feelings because if you're more connected to something you feel more strongly about it, but like being more strongly connected to something and taking it personally doesn't mean you should be taken less seriously. If I'm arguing about Black Lives Matter, it means a little bit more to me personally because I'm black like you know so obviously even though even though I don't have the stats and figures about why shooting somebody in the street is fucking wrong you know I shouldn't need that to try to reason with you yeah so I was like fine you're a facts over feelings guy whatever because he's all, all again all about the intellect which again is it's ableist it's classist whatever So Lacey's like, you know, I I generally agree with you, but I think what we're lacking besides intellect is compassion. And she makes a really good point about how we shouldn't actually strive for people to be all the same we should embrace differences exactly. and that it's more likely to help you solve a problem when people bring different perspectives and he's just like oh yeah blah 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 and, you know we're we're all molecules of god and we're bringing ourselves together in the battle of the intellectual versus the non-intellectual to help bring us to other planets i'm not even joking this i condensed where the conversation goes like he's talking about molecules of god and us going to other planets and how the anti-intellectuals are holding us back from doing that okay and lacy is being a lot more polite than i would have been throughout all of this because Mm -hmm. it is just gibberish and he's just talking and talking and talking about stuff that doesn't make any fucking sense So then he's talking about how we should all strive again. It's all about intellect and Mensa doesn't care what color you are, which if you haven't listened to My Year in Mensa by Jamie Loftus of Bechdelcast, fucking do that shit. They were really terrible. Not they as a whole, not the whole Mensa organization, but aspects of Mensa were really fucking terrible to her because she was young and a woman and they thought that she was making fun of Mensa, which really all you have to do is take a fucking test. It's doesn't really mean a whole lot but like you know basically the idea that mensa doesn't discriminate because it also does kind of come down to iq which is in and of itself a biased test whatever just the idea that mensa doesn't discriminate on color is like fundamentally ignoring bigger systemic issues again Lacey is like well you know like i actually think this is more about compassion or whatever and he's like then kind of going on about how he's like I Like I just like it's just so hard for me to understand why somebody would treat somebody as less than because of the color of their skin. And I have to laugh because knowing where this conversation goes and it does ultimately go there that like the hypocrisy of this given how fucking homophobic and transphobic he is is just astounding. Just the idea that, oh, my God, how could somebody discriminate against somebody based on factors they can't control? Mm. Anyway, Uh, gay people are harmful to children. But I'm, I'm spoiling where this goes. So he then says that when somebody denies that white privilege is a thing... You know, because Lacey's like, oh, like, what do you have to say to those people who are like, oh, I, I also struggled in my life. And like, why can't you just like pull yourself up by your bootstraps? And he's like, you know, I just find that there's beautiful ignorance in that because if a white person is looking at me and saying, well, I had problems. And like, why can't you just get over your problems? I mean, like, that just means that you see me as another man. Like, you don't even see my color. So that means you don't even see the obstacles in my place. He's like, the real problem is with the people who see the obstacles and don't care. And I'm like, you are a fucking idiot. Like, you are just... Like, what is wrong with you? Like, there's beautiful ignorance in somebody denying that white privilege exists?
0: And not only just white privilege, but... Just,
1: like, privilege in general,
0: yeah.
1: but... I, it just was so weird. that's just like, oh, you don't see me as this thing. Again, it's like that weird I-don't-see-color thing that's internalized in people of color sometimes where it's like, I know that you claim that you love your blackness or whatever other ethnicity that makes you not white but like what you want is to ultimately assimilate to whiteness is what all of this sounds like to me whether you think that you want to or not that's how it sounds to me
0: because everyone thinks that's the norm
1: right it's just the default right exactly it's the default that, and if apparently you if he wants us to all be brazilian yes. looking which is objectifying in itself as if brazil doesn't have their own bevy of fucking race problems true whatever So this is the part where I, again, I'm going to put the timestamps in because the conversation gets like, like as bad as I thought it was going to get, it was actually worse. And if you are especially, and if you are an LGBTQ person or a victim of child sexual assault, you know, a survivor of child sexual assault or sexual assault in general, I totally understand why you'd want to skip this. So Lacey's like, listen. I have to address this, and like I wanted to save it to the end. I just want to like say this to you before you go, and then the episode then proceeds to go on for like another forty minutes. <laughs> when I mentioned that you were going to be on the show, uh, somebody directed me to one of your videos, and you are basically being homophobic and kind of transphobic. So I didn't realize that the video that I had seen, where he sort of vaguely implies that LGBTQ plus people should distance themselves from pedophiles as if again that is something you all need to do you fucking don't i thought that that was the video like i i was like i thought that was the worst it would get but i went back and happened to then scroll up past a post like one of those because all his posts are like shitty stolen memes right and he then posts a meme that's like It's like a viper, like one of those venomous snakes kind of like opening their mouth and the mouth kind of looks like a vagina. So it's like it's a post that says, oh, this is the mouth of a snake. It all makes sense now. You know, because the idea that women are venomous and dangerous and they trap you and whatever. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Caught me. So I scrolled past that to get to the videos in question because Lacey references some videos from September. So the first video he posts is super like homophobic and transphobic, but then also misogynistic on top of it, where basically he says that men now are trying to keep up with the standard that women had set for all of our aesthetics, like basically the idea that women are now so into being curvy and makeup and hair and all that stuff, like more so now than in recent years. That has made men want to dress up like women. So it is women's fault, quote unquote, that trans people exist. cis women's fault, rather. As if, like, does that make any sense to you? Because it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. But then apparently people had reached out to him i didn't see any comments under any of these so i don't know if he deletes them or what but he then posts a video like two weeks later or so that is captioned my apology to the lgbtlmnop dot 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 community so i'm like okay so we're off to a great start he then proceeds to, like, double, triple, quadruple down. He says the t He says that gay people are fucking with the future of the world. I don't know if that means it poisoning the minds of children or hindering reproduction, as if, you know, there's... For a variety of reasons why that's fucking wrong. I don't need to explain that to all of you. But... And that he'll only really care about LGBT issues... When LGBTQ plus people start caring about uh, the, the issues of his community, the heterosexual community. People can't see you shrugging, so.
0: I have no response. I have nothing to say. It's just stupid. So
1: then, like, Lacey asks what he thinks about LGBTQ people. And he says, I don't know. Like, I think the kids should just be left out of it. Like, they should be left out of it all. Lacey's like, what, like, pop culture? Or, like, what are you saying? So he's he does that, like, classic argument of, like, you know, children are impressionable and they just, they should see normal life first. And then when they're adults, they should be exposed to LGBTQ things. And Lacey is like not having it kind of from the get go, right? Yeah. Good. And, but then he also makes this weird point of being like, you know, like I don't care about it for like adults, you know, like, you know, I don't care who anybody, I don't give two shits who anybody sleeps with, you know. I, that's, this is the gag too, where he's like, oh, I don't get why anybody cares who any other, anybody else sleeps with after going on this whole thing in the beginning about how he, fucked like several of his sister's friends and became a model to meet women and all of this stuff like oh yeah you know but the gays are the problem like your heterosexual lifestyle isn't being aggressively pushed on to people sure we didn't need to hear about you fucking your sister's friends 20 years ago sir but here we are he says the children should be like exposed to lgbtq lifestyles later in life and he is just he just keeps harping on the fact that it's about protecting children he's like just like in the same way i wouldn't want to expose my children to like different ways people could die you know i wouldn't show them a decapitated corpse (sighs) so then she's like well no i wouldn't expose my child to that either but you know i think what you're conflating it to is like is sex and like no i don't believe we should show children porn but like You know, I don't see how them being around gay people or seeing gay representations on television is like a big deal. So then she says, you know, and I she claims she like states throughout, you know, she is she's straight. She's not an authority on the subject, but she's like, I know enough to know that people are born gay. And he's like, oh, really? Like everyone like you think everyone's born gay? Like all of them are born gay? And she's like, well, yeah, like that's how it works. And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, obviously, there are cases where, like, you see a little kid, and you're like, oh, that kid's definitely going to be gay when they grow up. But there are also a lot of cases where people don't become gay until after they're molested. I just... And then she, like, flips out about this, right? Because, first of all, it's fucked up, and it doesn't make any goddamn sense. But... She's like actually I'm a survivor of you know sexual abuse from when I was a kid and he's like oh really like how old were you when it happened and she's like I was four when it started I think she says four when it started and she's like and it stopped around eight and he's like so do you you know remember your sexual preference prior to the abuse and she is just like you can tell she's like gobsmacked like i didn't watch the video because i forgot that i forgot until all of this was already over that like she does them on video as well she basically drags him at this point because she was being she's been really polite throughout and in actuality like she's i don't know she just reads him to filth and she's like obviously molesting kids has nothing to do with sex it has entirely to do with power and dominating and she And she goes on to actually call him out on the hypocrisy. She's like, I don't understand. You're somebody who's so well-versed and so outspoken about marginalized groups and the issues that they face. And, like, you are spewing all of this bullshit. She also makes the really excellent point of, like, it is one thing to have these opinions in your home. Not that it's okay to have them there, but it's, you know, when you are a public figure or just a person posting online in general, like, you have a little bit more responsibility about your words, right? And she asked him then about the she's like, actually, I feel like it's really offensive that you were like LGBT LMNOP. Like you're, you're like you are not respecting what people want to be called. You know, you're like you're not respecting the group name. And he's like, let me tell you why I feel this way about it. He's I have a friend and she's a lesbian. And she's like beautiful as if, you know, that has anything to do with anything. And this gorgeous, beautiful lesbian friend who, you know, I just thought it was LGBT. And then she told me about all these other letters that are added on. And I just had to chuckle because, you know, if I was a lesbian, which is never a good thing to come out of a man's mouth. Like, it's never a good sign. So he's like, if I was a lesbian, I would be offended by having all of these other groups get tacked on. And first I thought that he meant that it kind of like... And he does sort of mean this, that it kind of like devalues like, you know, some people feel like like basically it's kind of like a turf argument, right? Like the idea that as a woman, your womanhood is less so if you include trans women in it, which is obviously not the case. But just like the idea that you being a member of the LGBTQ community means less if all these other groups join on. She does drag him a couple times about continuing to use the T-slur, and then he just goes on and on about how she's like, you know, my friend was telling me that all of these extra letters that they added on actually also include bestiality and pedophilia and having sex with trees, and Lacey's like, I'm gonna stop you right there, because and use, actually using her animal activism for good for a change, is, like, if, if this community was about having sex with animals or, like, allowing that sort of thing, I would not support them. And if they were about, you know, like, letting pedophiles in, I would not support them. She's, like... These are just people who want to love who they love. And he's like, my biggest thing is just the plus. Because when you have the plus, that means all these other groups get to lump themselves in with you. And just, he rambles on and on about how he would take them more seriously if they got rid of the plus. Because then, because he's also like, throughout this, he's like, I don't know. I'm not super educated about this stuff. Which is like, you know, it's, it's like you pride yourself i hate a person who prides themselves on being really smart and then talks out of their fucking ass about shit they're admittedly uninformed about Mm -hmm. and he's doing that and then when she starts kind of going through what the letters and the acronyms are she really only gets to q and then when like in regards to the ia or all the other things that have yet to be created because then she starts explaining that the plus is actually about as things change and develop in terms of gender identity and sexual orientation and all of that like he like has his gotcha moment because he's like oh well you're telling me to get educated but you don't even know what all the letters stand for grow up It is attempt to find middle ground. He starts talking about how he loves bisexual women and lesbians uh, for the exact reason that you would think. And he says as much. And he's he then kind of goes back and forth between saying that stuff and being really condescending about how technically we are on the same page. And then Also screaming at her about if she's going to tell him to be more informed, then she should actually be more informed. And again, screaming about the plus sign. He's like, they should just have a heart at the end because a heart means more than a plus and starts comparing it to like UX computer design and stuff like that. And it just was fucking bullshit. Um I actually did reach out to her after this and told her, you know, I mean, not that I'm in a position to thank her because I'm not LGBTQ, but I I thanked her for, you know, really kind of taking him to task and like being more polite about it. And she goes on this thing at the end of the episode once the interview is kind of done and is like, you know, I'm not really in a place in my life to shout people down anymore. Like, I think education is important. As much as I agree with her in theory, I think that somebody like him is like a lost cause Mm -hmm. because he already thinks that he's smarter than everybody. So he has no more room to learn from anybody who he doesn't deem as worthy of learning from. Because for as much as he's like wants to question everything, he also had some video when like Jay Z was working with the NFL and like people were getting all upset about it that. He was like, oh, I don't think we should question Jay-Z's motives. He's obviously a smart guy. It's like Jay-Z's also a master manipulator. So, of course, two peas in a fucking pod. But uh, among his most recent posts are basically things implying that wearing masks is just a lesson in compliance by the government and how they don't actually help with the spread of COVID. And uh, just when I thought I couldn't hate him more, I hate him even more. So... This is uh, officially a Fuck Buddha podcast. If you fucking hear this, know that I hate you and I am not interested in having a discussion with you about it. I think you are a piece of shit. And yeah. I hope you walk on Lego paths barefoot for the rest of your fucking life. I hope you eat a fistful of tarantula hairs. I hate you.
0: Stealing someone's line.
1: I was so good. The tarantula hairline is so fucking good because it's disgusting. And I love it. As somebody who's an arachnophobe, this is like among my top fears and like ways to torture me. So I'm here for it. Yeah. Also, we fully stand with the LGBTQ community. And I hope I didn't speak out of turn as a cishet person. But I just it really fucking makes me sick that because the thing about like people of color who are homophobic like i think the reason why it becomes its own thing in like general kind of culture is like the idea of the cognitive dissonance right in the same way that like white women are racist or transphobic or homophobic or whatever just this idea that it's like you know what it's like to be oppressed like use some of that as empathy towards other groups like what the fuck wrong with you people okay i'm sorry i know that rant was hell long but i just needed to get it out and i again i i listen to it so you don't have to but listen to other episodes of talk of love if you want all right now that you're like basically asleep do you want to do this episode
0: i might have to get some coffee I got, yes are you ready yeah so it's I Love New York, Season 2, Episode 3, titled The Stolen Date. So we open with some of the guys playing pool, some are playing cards.
1: I would assume this is immediately after elimination, or shortly after elimination. That's
0: how the timing seems, because it kind of gets mentioned later.
1: Or it's just a separate night, we don't know. I forgot if they're in outfits, but I forgot what outfits they were in from the episode prior, but it's fine.
0: So we cut over, we see Taylor Maid sitting at the table with Midget Mac. Where he now gives a talking head, saying he was given the last chain. He needs to do something. And for whatever reason, singles out the entertainer. I don't know. That's how I looked at it. I just went, I don't know. I don't understand I why I kind he's of wondered if it. it
1: was like a logic of like Lacey and Larissa, where you're just kind of like, all right, let's pick people off one by one. And it's very clear, obviously, that Sister Patterson doesn't like him, so True. it would be easy. And to he look- is
0: one of the mama's boys. Yeah. But Taylor Maid doesn't have that personality like the others in order to do something like that.
1: No, I know, but he's probably more ambitious.
0: So he brings it up to Midget Mac that the entertainer is a hater, that he has no game, and he's, I guess, been ripping on Midget Mac? And I well, kind of wrote, did we miss something?
1: So, I mean, obviously there's a lot that happens that we're not shown. And initially I was like, is he just making this up to, like, get Midget Mac riled up? But then when they ultimately confront him about this stuff, he doesn't really deny it or be like, I didn't say those things. So I guess he's like, I guess like it doesn't sound like he's actually like going out of his way to make fun of Midget Mac. Well, he is, but like in like a ball busting way, it's just he's picking on him for being a little person. But
0: he's also saying it, but not to his face.
1: I didn't I didn't know. 'Cause Midget really Mac
0: he I don't think he's been saying this shit to his face. I mean they cracked the or he mentions or that he cracked the joke about. Like,
1: maybe it's the kind of thing where he's like willing to brush it off, but like when he's actually kind of sitting down and thinking about it, he's like, Oh yeah, that is fucked up. So it might be a combination of both. Well
0: plus when you have someone in your ear kind of just riling you up the whole time. It's like, Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Exactly. You know what it is fucked up.
1: That's what I think happened. That's it, the that's the that's the feeling that I got.
0: So they mentioned cracking the joke about the Tonka truck and all this other shit about, I guess that he's got to go to the bathroom so much because his bladder's smaller or something like that. Yeah. So clearly it bugs Midget Mac who decides to go upstairs and confront him, but he just kind of like jumps on the table and starts screaming. He doesn't like get an entertainer's face like, you motherfucker. And
1: what's happening here? Shoes on the island.
0: Not the one thing that would bug you. Yeah. It would bug you almost as much as Buddha on talk of love
1: buddha just existing on this planet. That's
0: true. No, it really another thing is I feel like with this show it's kind of as you said like not that it's exhausting but like this one for some reason based on all the others we've watched seems to have more pieces of shit in the current day, I guess. Yeah. Some seem like great people. Like Taylor made the I one mean, you said I was like oh shit like look at like, this guy. I feel
1: like Taylor made is kind of our best media. uh our best one because even like David Otonka has that like
0: he's got some questionable violence, shit yeah
1: accusations so you know he's like one of our good ones and he's still not great so this is what we're working with now this is what we have to settle yeah. with and also i was reminded too that at some point during i love money mac also like i think he's really disrespectful to your girlfriend who
0: which one? Oh, ooh, wow i don't he's like, like you anymore like, something mac. About,
1: like bitch slap i don't know
0: well he says he's gonna bitch slap everyone yeah, bitch slap Super his ass fans, and...
1: i believe Superman uh sierra told us that so
0: damn yeah now i'm gonna be disappointed midget yeah. mac you're starting to get on my bad side
1: yeah i know i wasn't really thrilled about that
0: son of a bitch
1: but when midget mac i just want to call him mac like i feel so weird about saying it but like when it's his mac, name it's I like know, it's his like, brand well, she also calls him mac at that point and also mac well she did
0: say, say mac him. at the one time and i was like oh i wonder if she's kind of fading away and then of course follows up like midget mac midget mac
1: yeah but Entertainer, like, is basically unfazed by this and just, like, knows that TaylorMade is behind it. So he's just like, where the fuck is TaylorMade? Like, I'm not even trying to hear this shit. Like, where is TaylorMade?
0: Well, because TaylorMade goes to the defense. He's like, well, you didn't make fun of his small bladder. That is kind of discriminatory. It's like, that's like- all you said?
1: I mean, like, right. It seems like, I, I would assume in, like, a house full of guys, like, fucked up comments get made all the time. All the time.
0: You're going to bust each other's balls. It's part of just, like, the culture.
1: Right, I know, it's, it's shitty
0: to... In this case, it's a lot different because you've been in the house for, like, two fucking days and- I don't know. Everyone just... in the here is clearly I bet house, questionable. I bet
1: that house fucking smells, too. You know, like, a group of men together are just smelly.
0: Alcohol, corn chips, and poop.
1: And, like, just sweat. You know? Just, like, man's sweat. It's disgusting. Man's sweat.
0: It's like the next Old Spice scent.
1: That is what Old Spice is.
0: Well, covers man's sweat.
1: That's true.
0: So, Entertainer is pretty much just saying that Taylor may definitely had something to do with this, and he just starts going the fuck off.
1: But what I found really interesting about this, too, was that, like... So, there's 12 guys left at this point. Yeah. And it seems like... All of them are in the kitchen for the At least, like,
0: 10 of the 12.
1: That's also kind of what made me look at this as, like, all of these guys are only here to get famous and none of them give a shit about New York because... They're just watching. Well, no, because even on, like, any of the other shows we've watched so far, people are eating in different parts of the houses. Like, there's no time where everybody is together that's not, like, a challenge purpose, you know? And for some They are normally spread out. All of the guys are just fucking in the kitchen, conveniently, where the fight is happening, where the camera is. Well,
0: before Taylor Made and Midget Mac make it in there. Because it's almost like the producers tell them, like, yo, you guys go talk about this shit real quick, and then everyone's gonna come in.
1: Yeah, this is, like, painfully staged, this episode, or at least this show in And general. it's a lot on Sorry.
0: TaylorMade, it seems. Like, they just make him do this stuff, and it's like, well, this doesn't seem legit.
1: I mean i would assume some of it is him again like i said about Lacey, equal opportunity fuckery where it's like you know they realize that in order to get and stay on the show you need to decide to be a certain person that you may not be in real life but like in my mind your choice to become this person when given the opportunity to be somebody says more about you i think than these people tend to be aware of i don't know i just thought it was interesting that so many of these guys felt the need to be on camera like i it's just like really unbecoming to see so many men be so hungry for camera time
0: well it was also i guess the peak of that time between yeah. these reality shows and everything yeah but entertainer it is i thought it was kind of fun because like, he got so fired up and he just he said him, fuck really you fuck you he's he going really and he really threw upset. what seemed like a real quick one in Vision Mac, just real quick like fuck you but now, fuck you, TaylorMade, gets in his face even more. He's like, you got something to say to me? And I thought it was TaylorMade. I thought it was funny that he's just like, no, I'm just putting in my two cents, man. <laughs> so he keeps getting in his face, just yelling at him to shut the fuck up or he's going to kill him. And then like,
1: everybody's kind of like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You're going to get sent home. Because
0: then we get the talk he had from horrible human being Buddha. They're just saying that TaylorMade was instigating the problem, but Entertainer is half psychotic. And yeah. it's kind of like, bro, like make up your fucking mind. But then yeah, then we got back to entertainment, literally just saying I'll kill you, and it's kinda like,
1: oh fuck. Like, what are you getting so fucking upset about? Yeah.
0: But Taylor May trying to use it to his advantage. Like, well I know if he hits me, then he's going home. Which, hey, it's true. If anyone gets physical, you leave.
1: But apparently you got invited back in a couple episodes if New York wants to fuck you enough.
0: Oh, uh, well, I guess something I didn't remember, but now I can assume. So now we get a cut to where it is now 132 AM, where we find Buddha twenty pack, punk, pretty, entertainer, and wolf. They're just hanging out and saying they should p- play a prank on the others. Mostly tailor made, it seems.
1: I think you mean Wolf.
0: Oh, sorry. They no.
1: decide that they want to get. They just want to play a prank. Oh, and that was a, a Buddhist thing, too. He was like, I was like, the thing I'm most mad about is that they didn't show more of my pranks. I they really say that? It. Yeah. That's stupid. He said his big. He said when people ask him what his biggest regret about being on the shower, like the thing that he was most annoyed about, is that they didn't show more of his pranks.
0: Well, this is one where I do actually give a little bit of credit, but we'll get to it.
1: I don't know how to feel about this, but also I'm somebody who hates pranks, so we be. can talk about it.
0: But Twenty Pack mentions bringing up putting the card on the platter and putting it on the table, like when one gets delivered.
1: Yeah, they want to do a fake challenge to like troll whoever they don't like which is primarily tailor-made obviously and also it
0: they're really the two main focal points
1: they seem to come up with this idea fairly quickly that and it's honestly it, it is editing, a good but... idea it is just a very awkward execute like i just like the, the idea that it's happening and kind of for a mean-spirited reason and not like i think that's what it is it's like a good prank but it's not Lighthearted, like it is purposely to make other people look and feel bad, yes.
0: And of so, I'm actually kind of surprised in the end it doesn't work in the other's favor. I was, I, we'll, was,
1: I feel like it kind of does a little
0: bit. Okay, well, we'll, As, get, we'll, we'll get to there. So,
1: so they decide that it's going to be like they're going to tell everybody that they all need to stand outside overnight. And the winner gets breakfast with New York in the morning, or as the captions say, "Winnie with me gets breakfast economies in the morning."
0: Oh, I didn't. Re- I just wrote what they said. I didn't it's actually. It's very read weird. On this I one. just
1: happened to catch the the caption. And I was like, "That is not what's being said."
0: Although Punk was kind of setting it up outside, and it, he does mention to make it look nice and official, and it kind of does. It really. Well, I thought they set this up great.
1: My only thing was initially i was like well ant's been presenting all of the where was he but it is also early enough in the show where it is plausible that they wouldn't have taken that as a tip off yet
0: and if it's almost to be like two in the morning right they could be like yo these motherfuckers are sleeping and we got a notification that we got to go out here right so he ends up i thought this one pretty well so piece of shit buddha reads the fake card saying good morning fellas I don't appreciate the fact that you guys had me stand. He fucks up here. He says that you guys had me standing up your girl last night. Yeah. And then all of a sudden be like, ooh, well, he could just read the card wrong. Maybe 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 they don't get it.
1: We've seen a million people fuck up these cards. So
0: let's see how long you could stand for your girl. The person that stands the longest is going to have a special breakfast with me tomorrow morning.
1: Yeah, because Buddha's doing this because he feels bad. That Taylor made from the fight in the previous episode about the roses or whatever, he feels bad that Taylor made made New York wait. AKA, you just want to be a manipulative piece of shit, like whatever. So all the guys are like, "Oh, I guess we have to stand out here all night." And again, like Mike said, this could easily backfire and work in Taylor made's favor and all of their favors. I looked at this as
0: like she's New York
1: is somebody who loves to see that men are.
0: Doing suffering before. in yeah. her
1: honor that's you where know it's like oh
0: my god y'all waited out here all night hmm all right maybe i will give you a date or you're I gonna think, automatically be safe mm-hmm,
1: i think that's so we'll see and how it goes but
0: they did great here waking everyone up they're like yo get the fuck up we got a challenge like get up when they were really leading into it and you see everyone running around like trying to throw their clothes on like from dead sleep having no idea what's going on just, like cheesy looks completely shocked.
1: So... <sighs> So much but of he just get excited. Is so fraternity. Yeah, it just, it, that's really exhausting. what it, it's like. It it's like fratty as
0: fuck. I love New York too. Fraternity house. So cheesy gets all excited, saying if there's anything he can do, it's fucking standing. Weird. At which point here, <laughs> and this is where if I'm one of the others, I immediately go something's up here because Buddha goes. You know what? I'm just gonna take my like, chance, fuck and he it, jumps. In the I'm pool. just
1: right, and then not only does he, but jump he's in the, the, the pool. one you could
0: believe because you're like, well, I know she's like obsessed with this guy.
1: Well right and he also doesn't take this super seriously because he said you know like oh i only planned on being oh i don't even know if i mentioned this during my like half an hour long rant but like he had only really planned on being there or anticipated being there for like four episodes
0: and he kept going
1: and he stayed because new york i don't know has horrible taste in men like i don't know what to tell you but like He didn't take any of this seriously from the get-go, so, like, I guess it could be plausible that he wouldn't take this part of it seriously. But I think what would have been the bigger tip-off for me was that all of the other guys who were in on it follow suit and jump in the pool after. They all should have, like, stuck it out for a little bit and, like, slowly peeled off. Yes. And then they say, like, we're going to let everybody know or they'll give up on their own and... Like, except for TaylorMade and It.
0: And Cheesy, apparently. And Man Well, no,
1: I think that they, I don't know if they didn't tell those guys, or if, I don't know how they were- I feel like
0: after they came inside, they probably went, yo, you actually fucking stayed that long, you dumbass?
1: I just don't know how they would have been able to tell them in a way that wasn't in front of TaylorMade and It.
0: When they walk in, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, that would have meant that they would have had to try to stick it out so f- it just doesn't make any sense because but-
0: out of well outside of the pranksters man man eventually is the first to give in he says it's cold it's the middle of the night like fuck this i'm going to bed where well, we get a fast forward to 5 47 a.m where cheesy it and taylor made are still there i thought it was kind of funny how taylor made it are leaning against each other for yeah. like support it's like oh at least they're kind of becoming buddies except then uh, you, see, no. you see cheesy like over the shoulder leaning against a fucking tree And then he's actually the next to give in. I was kind of surprised. He's like, fuck this.
1: The the third, last, second last to give in.
0: Yeah. So leaving it and Taylor made.
1: Yeah. So then
0: we, of course, out comes New York in the morning where she sees it and Taylor made, like, I guess she says sleeping on rocks, but they're sleeping on, like.
1: Yeah, there's, like, the the built in grill into the.
0: It's part of, like, the patio area or whatever's there. And
1: they're just leaning on that. So she's like, hey guys like what's
0: the hell going are you doing here? Out here right
1: and they're like oh you know like or the, it's the challenge like to win breakfast with you she's like oh there there was no challenge like you got played <laughs> and they are pissed I would have been so they held upset. it in. I cracked up, too, because New York's like, everybody knows I'm not a breakfast person. Ta- <laughs> yes.
0: But she thought it was sweet that they did that just to yes. eat with her.
1: Another opinion New York and I don't share, which is a shame.
0: No, breakfast is wonderful.
1: Breakfast is the best. The
0: best we find out that day? they ended up standing out there for about seven hours.
1: Well. According to Taylor TaylorMade. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So you
0: figure they woke them up about one thirty, or Say they were standing by two. So she's coming out around like nine in the morning. That's yeah. fucking nuts. That's Seven fast. hours on your feet like that? Yeah. Holy shit.
1: That frat life.
0: But we head back inside the house where Taylor made us walking in and he's running into it was a wolf in the hallway. Yeah, oh my god. was like, god. who the hell read that I note last night? Buddha, right? I
1: fucking was dying because he's walking around like who's the one that read that note again? It was Buddha, right? And Wolf's like, yo, like, y'all still been out there since last night? Like,
0: he was Exa- like, yes.
1: y'all didn't catch up. He was just like, damn, that's crazy. Like, you guys stayed
0: (laughs) he does just start laughing at him too
1: oh my god i love wolf
0: although notice taylor made obviously he's really pissed and he's he's walking away Where like i don't know if it's his instinct where he wanted to punch the light but he either said either he's very weak and awkward
1: or or he
0: went to hit it and thought to himself like oh my god i can't damage like something on the set here or whatever they might like fuck with me or kick me out so he just kind of puts his hand up on it like it reminds me of the way like ben shapiro would probably hit something probably we fast forward to big ant coming with an official letter now actual
1: letter
0: calling all the guys to the living room where of course they have to kind of play up the joke and of course they bring up piece of shit horrible person buddha to read it where he comes up and he says gonna read exactly what it says he promises some of the guys laugh but taylor may looks like he's just gonna fucking like kill him i mean i would yeah same i'm also
1: somebody where if you fuck with my sleep that's the big thing love
0: breakfast but don't fuck with sleep so the card reads new york is a star but she's not done shining yet looking for a man to help me build my brand and of course my bank account so today splitting you guys into teams and giving you two hours to come up with a plan to build my new york empire you'll have five minutes to present the plan to me my mom and a very special guest Team that gives the best presentation will win a date with me. Or it says New York, but standout member of the winning team will also get a solo date with oh, New York stand tonight. standout member. What, what?
1: Get it? Standout member? Because he stood outside.
0: Oh, God. Wow. I don't, think, well, I don't think that was a, it was more of a coincidence Ooh. than anything, but I
1: just thought that was a funny pun. But That's
0: interesting. I didn't think about that. I didn't but that think really about worse. it until
1: you just said it. So, so. let's make some
0: money. So we could break the teams down real quick.
1: So it's 20-pack, Buddha, and Wolf. Yes. Team two is Man Man, Mac, and Entertainer. Interestingly, the group that Sister Patterson is all repulsed by. True. Team three is Punk, Mr. Wise, and Pretty. And... Team four is Taylor Made, Cheesy, and It.
0: Although you introduced them fourth, they were the first actually. Introduced. Well, they were
1: the first introduced, but in terms of the way the which presentations of course you goes. could tell
0: producers did it this oh, way, because absolutely, they were the because three. The, that they're all the out. most.
1: Well, also they're also the most hated universally by everybody in the house. Like, Cheesy the most,
0: didn't seem hated.
1: Cheesy got shit on. A he lot. always has his
0: own thing going on though, but he stands up for himself.
1: Yes, there's a lot of
0: i don't know so There's we notice of here dynamics 20 pack right. is finally getting a little bit of talking time which i find interesting does he
1: look like a boy band member to a you? little bit yes he absolutely looks like he but he looks like he he's should like a, be in like o-town he's
0: like a boy band member mixed with like a young ray mysterio without his mask
1: i'll take your word which you'll have to say part, yes though yeah. you, wouldn't,
0: you wouldn't know but really with this group i mean buddha's all fucking confident excited I thought it was funny here how 20-Pack is like, he's a great dude, but his ideas pretty much Okay, sucked. so what
1: was the first idea that he – what was the first idea that The was first – well, he brings up – he mentions right? the cars
0: or a book on etiquette. So
1: what was funny about the etiquette book, right, is like – so the car idea is obviously terrible. Terrible. But – and all, all these ideas are terrible. Like, across the board, it's all bad. And, like, the idea of a New York etiquette book is hilariously yeah. bad but
0: you're not on i love oh, fuck i was gonna say real housewives of new york because Luann has the uh etiquette book doesn't well yes,
1: yeah, she does but like wow. that's her sort of her thing but i was kind of thinking interestingly sort of related to that mm-hmm. was i think that if new york had come out with like obviously a memoir which we've talked about how badly we need one already that but, would like, be awesome if New York would have come out with, like, kind of, like, a a lifestyle book. Like, one of those, like, how to be, like, a bold boss bitch type of thing. Just
0: don't use the word voluptuous.
1: Oh, well, we'll get to that. But just, I, I think that it would have been interesting, though, to have New York come out with one of those kinds of books.
0: Yeah. And for the time, it would have been fucking huge. Well,
1: it's like... Even nowadays, if is... she
0: came out with anything, people would buy it, like, fucking crazy. Oh,
1: sure. But, like, I think this is also the era of like Paris Hilton's like I forgot what the book was called it was like how to live like an heiress or something like that and it was like that kind of thing where I think like if New York had put out like a a lifestyle quote unquote book like people would absolutely laugh that shit up I would have absolutely owned it I own Paris Hilton's shitty book and like I was Nicole Richie stan but anyway 20 pack like I said like Mike said you know says that buddha's ideas all suck which of course
0: he's so nice though because he's like hey we're open to any idea we just make them better And Buddha's like yeah we can because
1: you just with somebody like that who like thinks again that they're the the smartest person in the room you just need to he's like he's like yo
0: he's like we got some good ideas we just gotta think we make them better yeah yeah
1: it's like fuck you You buddha well, you just got to, like, get be those people. an angry people. Buddha episode. Yeah.
0: There we go. We'll stick with that theme.
1: Of course. But, like, it's, like, those people you just need to, like, massage their egos if you actually want to get anything done. Exactly. So that's kind of what's happening there.
0: And they do bring up the idea of a New York iPod, because I think it's Wolf that goes, like, everyone buys, or no, it might have been Tony back. Yeah. Everyone buys was, a new one every year, which is true.
1: It was true. But it was, first of all, it was funny that they were actually that's any Apple saying product. iPod when they could have just said mp3 player
0: my thing is i feel like somehow it's tied into this maybe vh1 had them because she uses the or she mentions apple later oh and strictly the company apple but we'll get there
1: i don't know i was a little surprised that they were using not they were using a brand name but
0: yeah so we can then cut to man man entertainer and midget mac i love how midget mac just starts by what is talking head just saying that they suck yeah. I was like, that's pretty funny. It's
1: not a, it's not a great team.
0: Yes, and cologne and perfume never seems to work ever, and where a fucking entertainer thinks he's the smartest guy, and he's like, this I came from swear. right here. Yeah, I'm it, a re- it was
1: like it reminded me a lot of like Christopher from, uh, from Sopranos. Like yes. that's kind of the vibe I got here, where oh, it was God. like. You just think that you're coming up with this really good idea, but it's actually terrible. Although, celebrity fragrances aren't a terrible idea. He just... And this is coming from me, who doesn't know what anything fucking costs, because I'm dumb. But, like...
0: Good fragrances are expensive.
1: Good fragrances are expensive, sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, and obviously there are high-end fragrances that are very expensive. But they are working with a... It's like a Tankeray bottle. No, not Tankeray. What's it called? Well, uh, they cover the, it, but... What's it called? I can't think of the... gear.
0: It's, it's a blue no, bottle. No, it's the
1: blue bottle. Hold on. It's going to bother me if it's I can't think of it. It's, I think so. Oh, it's Bombay Sapphire.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Took
1: me a minute. I think that's... I think so, right? Yeah, the square. So, like, he's like, yeah, we're going to charge, like, a bunch of money for this or whatever.
0: $200. Which was
1: absurd nobody needs that much fragrance number
0: one that is underpriced for the size of the bottle no he 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 says 200 he comes up with the idea he says we're going to do 200 dollars a bottle the thing is, for I a bottle that size, more money than like that. I have bought you think how fucking big that is? He's like, this will last you a year. It's like I've had bottles of cologne that last me over a year that aren't even fucking close, to anywhere that much,
1: near that much size. Unless
0: you. you're spraying like five thousand sprays every time you wear it.
1: There's which he looks like the kind but of, guy but there's would.
0: a lot of really like think of your average bottle size. A really, 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 really good cologne in an average bottle size, you're looking at like 70, 80 books.
1: So here's where my millennial girl knowledge comes in. I was
0: going to say, yeah, this is like Bath and Body Works or Victoria's Secret why. just like spritzer Because again,
1: I'm the type of bitch who doesn't know what anything costs, but I'll sit there and watch Shark Tank and be like, that valuation is bullshit. You know, whatever. So I am now thinking back to the person that i was during this time and i was somebody who wore celebrity perfumes and i thought back to my personal favorite and what is apparently according to some stats that i pulled up because y'all know i love my fun facts the most successful celebrity perfume of all time britney spears curious Hmm. which smelled spectacular like it's so good but those bottles and the other one i loved uh Kim Kardashian. The Kardashian one I Kim remember. Kim Kardashian one is so good. I also tried JLo Glow a couple times. I hated it. It was too powdery for me. But celebrity perfumes are a thing. And New York is not at the, as much as I love her, she's not Britney. She's not JLo. She's not Kim Kardashian. She, well, she's kind of Kim Kardashian. But like, she's, you know, there's a bunch of other celebrities. I think Ariana Grande has one now that was like, yeah. I, I looked up the prices for that. It's currently priced in like, uh, like $44 a bottle yeah. obviously for not a bottle a anywhere near that much size yeah. but like Right exactly, now,
0: this bottle is like fucking gigantic to what you get I would assume that probably
1: Britney Spears perfume at its height was probably around $25 to $40 well
0: because they know their target market was exactly like so New York would young be doing the exact girls. same
1: thing so I, I had to pull up some stats because I was just like googling it just to make sure that it was the name because it, it would have been so long since I used it whatever it was ranked the number one celebrity perfume by Harper's Bazaar and made $100 million in its first year I nice. saw some stats and it like, was like was way more recent. Like, that was like, like I think it had crossed over into the billions.
0: In its lifetime, I could see it.
1: Yeah. It's it's honestly a great perfume. I don't really wear perfume anymore. And I don't know if it would be too embarrassing for me as a 31 year old woman to wear Pretty Spears. Curious. Never. But that shit smelled
0: good. You kidding as me? Hell. People still wear fucking Aqua de Joe And it's been fucking. No, but
1: we make fun I've of those wear, it. I've been wearing. Lies,
0: <laughs> it smells phenomenal. It always has, and it always will. I don't give a shit what anyone says but i've been wearing that shit since i was in sixth grade and i don't have a bottle right now because it is very expensive and i have a bunch of others but i do have emporio armani that one smells good too but you think about it, like people are still wearing that now like it's almost timeless I feel like is something.
1: I don't think Britney Spears curious if it qualifies All that as matters timeless. is if
0: it smells good, that's all that matters. I
1: know, but I'd be embarrassed somebody's not like, oh. Like, I've mentioned, what?
0: like, the Bath and Body Works, like the men's. The Twilight that's Woods. It's
1: embarrassing to admit, but you're a straight guy, so you don't have to worry about people having, like, high expectations for but what the you The Bath smell and like. Body
0: Works, Twilight Woods might be the so greatest like a bigger smell guy? ever.
1: People are just thrilled you don't smell like old cheese, let They do ex- you smell Yes, no, like- it's
0: expected BO and, like, farts yeah because that's just the generic like any somewhat i mean i know i'm like 215 now so it's not what it used to be but anytime you see a heavy person i feel like the anticipation is oh they probably smell bad which is some bullshit and fat shaming and i hate people that do that it is because I'm also someone, as you know, that I don't want to say prime myself, but it's a little one of my things where like I are... have to smell good or I like lose well, my I mind. Well, because I think because
1: you're like very afraid of being considered that stereotype.
0: It's probably part of it. But I also just like smelling For as good. As much
1: as you don't give a shit about a lot of what people think about you, you are like very concerned that they don't think that you're a fat person who smells. <laughs>
0: yes, I guess so. But I also just take, I like, there's so many times where like if someone goes by and like they smell good, it's always kind of like, oh, No, okay. I mean,
1: believe me. I it's did. a nice joy in the there's day. That- that meme with ariel where she's like getting the voice sucked out of her yeah right where it's like when a dude walks by and he smells good like that is me it's what you like, gotta go for it's it's very attractive
0: because a lot of people say like oh I'll only do like one spray this and that, that. it's like
1: no i wish it depends somebody on the clothes. Like, sprays like stuck on but like in a subtle way like i feel like i'm never good at like i don't know my body just like rejects smells and just i so you like, i gotta hit the
0: clothing smell. here and there I know. I but know that you've got
1: your James Kennedy method, so
0: I don't really do that as much anymore. That's very faint. Wait, well, where the fuck it, are we
1: going? Like <laughs> Yes.
0: It's very faint, but it did a great job really just kind of implanting it into the clothes, which is nice. Yeah. But I'm one of those people that people be like, Oh, all you gotta do is like two sprays and walk through and I say, No because what happens is that by the time you go to your car, drive somewhere, take a fucking lift somewhere, whatever you're doing, that smells pretty much gone.
1: I don't know. I'm also somebody you who's gotta very...
0: overload a little bit in the beginning because by the time you go to where or yeah. get to where you're going, it's gonna be a lot more faint. And after like two hours, it's gone.
1: I'm somebody too who's very like sensitive to smell, and I've that, become yes. increasingly more sensitive to smell with age. And I just I don't want to smell myself even anymore most of the time. Like I don't really. I want to new cologne. Now anything. that we talk
0: about it, but mm-hmm. I have so many though
1: for all the places we're going. Oh,
0: I would wear it to work because I need to smell good.
1: That's also like it's your. D- it's not a good idea in like at work. Like sense at work is generally not considered best practice. Oh, that's why
0: I don't go crazy with it, but I do make sure I smell decent. Still, Helps with for, sales, it's
1: for people's allergies and stuff. It's not a good. Whatever, I feel like we're doing doing a weird version of, like, America from West Side Story where it's like, you've got the positive spin of it and I've got the negative spin. You've got to
0: smell good in America. Oh, boy. Spray some cologne or perfume right now on (sighs) you. Anyway, so pretty much at this point would be the perfect time to say man-man just goes hell nah and walks away. He
1: just walks away. (laughs) From us. The idea is right from this whole discussion that we just had about- about sense, but really the idea is it's too big it's too expensive and it's too impractical yeah just like it's a bad it's not a good business idea idea. this is what you come up
0: late with later on
1: like if you gave like a boys catholic school business class of like underclassmen an assignment of like a product to come up with like that's how bad all of these ideas are but What's so so funny to me is, like, they're working with a liquor bottle. Why wouldn't they just do liquor?
0: That could also work.
1: That would have been so much better of an idea. And liquor is recession-proof, as we've all witnessed through this pandemic. What was booming? In the midst of everything else going wrong, what was one of the products that was booming?
0: It's two things. Sanitation products and alcohol. Right. And alcohol is also sanitation sometimes.
1: Well, yeah. But I mean, I was talking about this with somebody recently that like Three liquor things. stores are considered
0: they like, are essential mm-hmm. in
1: a pandemic because well, also there's alcoholics addict- would be dying. Right, yeah. exactly. It's like an addiction thing. But you know, like I celebrity alcohols don't necessarily have the best track record. True. But you know, it would definitely be worth a shot
0: although I forgot what it's called. No, <laughs> no. Ha I get I it. I didn't
1: it was no pun intended originally, but it works.
0: The one beer I forget what it's called. It might be Ride the Lightning. The Metallica Pilsner was actually really good, so I'll get that. And Stone Cold's Broken Skull IPA is really good as well. And I gotta try the Rocks Tequila.
1: And I like um, I liked what's it called? Fuck. Oh, I like Ciroc.
0: There you go. There's another.
1: You know. It's it just would have made more sense to me. That you would have done a liquor when you're already working with a liquor bottle,
0: and like my whole thing because I look at a lot of this, I was like, "Damn, if they miss so many branding moments." Like her name is New York, you could somehow tie that in and think like Big Apple. How do you like them apples? Or take a bite, or this, or that. There's, There's so many little apple ties liquor, you could do. That's what you could do. There you done. go. I was thinking that, or even the scent. Like when they go, like, "Oh, like we'll get to it, we'll get to it." So it's next just, up, it's a
1: terrible idea. Yeah, and honestly, your though, scent could
0: have been like, the, "Oh, something kind of like." And part of it too smell. is
1: like man, man deciding oh. that instead of like coming up with a better idea he's just gonna walk away it. and it's not like frank the entertainer is like so set in his idea that he wouldn't have been open to something better he it did seem very He's not somebody like it. you know uh, a buddha or the group i think that comes next who are like all consider themselves to be really smart guys so yes. like those are harder people to reason with i don't think frank would consider himself an especially no. intelligent guy that he wouldn't be open well the to way he, he is talking
0: ideas. out he's like came out of this brain right here and it's this like oh brain. god so next up we have mr wise punk and pretty whereas sonia just said they all think very highly of themselves i With, mean one is a lawyer one well, is in law school and he just no. says mr wise is very intelligent
1: no oh wait uh he's a lawyer he went to harvard law that's right I thought punk, he went to Har- no I thought punk's a lawyer business school no
0: punk's a lawyer so is pretty is currently in law school during that
1: time and then
0: mr wise is, he just says is a very intelligent guy
1: yeah I,
0: The weird so thing I, here is, like, they kind of switch up what they said they're going to do.
1: Well, I thought this was funny because they're like, we need something. Mr. Wise says we need something with longevity.
0: Oh, he said longevity.
1: Like, he said long- I thought he
0: said longevity, but I, but I, also, I definitely feel like heard it wrong. Hard
1: pronouncing the G in longevity is weird because I feel like it's like longevity.
0: Longevity. It's like not
1: longevity. Yeah. It's longe- longevity. Longevity
0: longevity sounds like a southern country star i
1: i guess they start tossing around the idea of
0: a a mother daughter daughter
1: clothing line see
0: i thought it was just aimed towards as he said middle-aged women not a mother daughter
1: that would have been bad i just heard like something like we got to bring our mom into it too smart
0: thing though including sister patterson it's not well they clearly don't go with that which we will get to.
1: It was weird. But either way, you have two like very intelligent, at least two like uh graduate level yeah. people.
0: They can write the contracts right
1: And holy shit do they like I don't know. Not that this is like a bad idea, but the market was sort of saturated with celebrity clothing lines, especially during this time. Also true. It just it kind a of like, in last, it lacks something. in creativity to me. And also, these are not people that I would trust to come up with like good designs, no. but they address that point
0: exactly. Literally. So, we do cut back to Cheesy It and Taylor Made, where they decide they want to do a black exploitation film, kind of a <sighs> remake Foxy Brown style.
1: Yeah, I had conflicting feelings about this because New York.
0: Well, we'll get to it. Yeah, I, stop- I have to stop.
1: I have conflicting feelings about this, right? Because on the one hand. The idea that they default go to black exploitation, and I know that it is the term used for the genre, but yeah. it just is, like, it just, that term always, like, rubbed me the wrong way. It's just the idea that they would automatically assume that that's the kind of movie she would be doing, to me, just, like, proves why we need more representation, because, like, no, a Black woman couldn't be, you know, alias,
0: well, I mean, I looked or
1: something like that. I looked she at would it. Have is, to be Foxy Brown. My
0: thing is, give me Kill Bill, but make it a black woman. Right. Just boom, right there. You could have a badass but like I assassin, think, so, or like a ninja.
1: Right. So, of course, in my mind, I'm like, wow, that's like wild racist that you'd assume. Like, that's what she. That's the kind of movie she has to do. But then I realize I'm like kind of checking myself and being like, well. Black exploitation was very often made for and by black people yes. and while there were obviously a lot of harmful stereotypes reinforced in it I don't want to take away from the merit of the genre because yes. it was very important for a lot of reasons and it is like a cult film in its own way and like who's to say that just because it's not mainstream art intended for all races makes it any less credible yes. so i'm like okay so maybe the black exploitation idea was good and like maybe they had good intentions after all but then i kind of like thought about it again and i was like i don't think they thought about it that deep like it it had a good result and was clearly done with reverence for the genre but at the same time the idea that new york could only do that kind of film instead of saying okay she's going to be uh The bride, or alias, or dark angel, or whatever you know, that kind of thing, like wasn't in the expectations for what a black woman could do. I
0: feel like cheesy just came up with the idea because he thought, like, oh my god, like she's going to love love this, especially coming from like a really fucking skinny nerdy
1: white guy nerdy white guy. Like, oh, right, like oh, you're black, you like this, right?
0: Which she, we learned, she does, but, but that. it's just like, nah, I want portable AIDS tests. And then we just kind of move on from that. I don't it's know.
1: Just... Well, so about that, like...
0: Overall, it's a good idea for I... this moment. A horrible idea.
1: Okay, so... At-home at, at AIDS it...
0: tests are things now. And fucking...
1: When he said... Mean, I motherfucker
0: were... should uh, have some money from this.
1: I'm pretty sure it was a thing when he brought it up. But oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Portable ones? I would assume. But... I don't know. I think that... It is a. I like the the thought behind it. It is practical and it is sex positive, which is like kind of what he explains why he like wants to do it. It's just like I don't what know. Funny when
0: they go into the movie ideas.
1: I would have, and I mean, like obviously, I don't want to. Obviously, we don't want to contribute to the AIDS stigma, of course. Yeah. But obviously, New York is not politically correct for a variety of reasons, and especially during 2007, it would have been a weird thing to align your brand with. I I did like the idea though of something practical and sex positive. It would have been smart for them to do condoms there or you go. maybe like adult toys or something like that. That I was like, because Candy Burris ended up doing her own line of like she does a well, it's actually kind of a like MLM Dildos? now. Dildos. Oh, that term is so abrasive, but it's Sorry. actually it, well, it's vibrating. Well, you could just say sex toys. Cause no, but are it's, different well, but... Candy Burris because you know she's music. Center, like the the her toys
0: called like sweetest candy or something like that uh, is that her thing uh,
1: bedroom candy i believe it's called. okay so it is uh the the flagship item the flagship item yeah and i don't know if she invented this con well not that she invented this concept but she because i think other people had come up with it because i know that it's not something exclusive to her line but i don't know and i don't know if she was the first person to bring this idea about but you can sync the vibrator with your mp3 player or uh, music player of choice and it would vibrate along with the beat huh right smart i love- candy's like the ultimate entrepreneur business trainer. i'd
0: have to look and see what her taglines are because like working for her would be a marketing dream
1: she's very uh, she's i she's feel very like i have, have
0: five billion ideas every day top of my head just with the name candy or like puns yeah. off of it
1: It, it, If for whatever
0: reason, Katie Burst, you ever hear this,
1: let us work for you. I'm here. I would
0: love to come up with some taglines. Yeah. I guess it would be freelance. Unless you want to hire me. Love that, too. So.
1: I love, we love candy. Yes, we do.
0: So we have the, now it's time for the challenge. We're at New York, Sister Patterson, and we now meet celebrity publicist Siri Garba.
1: Yes. I feel like. I couldn't find shit on her. I found her. She's, she you know still doing her pr thing
0: doesn't seem like she's as huge as like the show wanted to make her sound definitely not that's that's how we run it to everyone big
1: people and like i couldn't tell because i went to her company's website that's not really a website it's not
0: there's no website
1: and i was confused about because they would like it's basically just their instagram feed curated on like a website oh i didn't
0: even see that i just saw a button that says contact us
1: Oh, well, it's contact us, but then a bunch of the pictures underneath were populated from Instagram. Maybe it's my computer. Maybe. But it was... I can't tell if the Instagram, like, the people they shout out on the Instagram are people they've worked with or are just...
0: Who they've run into.
1: Or, like, people they've worked with in the past or things like that. Because, like, two of the people they shouted out, one of them, I think, was the... I think it was Eddie... The kid that plays Eddie in It, okay, who's going to be on some HBO show now, and Samira Wiley, who say, so oh. I don't know if they had worked with them in the past, and then we're still shouting them out as like you know clients, or they still work with them in some capacity. I think two people who have pretty prominent roles in Mulan are going to be from her group, yeah. Her supposedly, platform? well, that's what they they shout well, like them said, out, it's pictures, so yeah. it's like I don't know if they're currently working with them, or they have worked with them, or whatever. So, she just, she's, you know, just a PR person in the valley. Like, My thing just said, because that's why I said the
0: site wasn't working, really. I also that. was
1: thinking how ter- how tough it's got to be to have the name Siri. Just like it's
0: got to be true. hard to
1: have the name Alexa.
0: And that- Can you change <laughs> the Siri true.
1: name? Because I know you can change Alexa's name.
0: Well, I knew someone, too, who... uh his ex-girlfriend's name was Alexa. So when, like, the family got the Alexa's, they're like, we need to switch the name. So I think it's just you say Amazon now or something. I laugh when he's like, yeah, he's like, it's so weird. And then especially with the new one, who's now his wife. But like when they would go to the parents, like you'd have to change their name because then you can't just keep saying Alexa. I think you gotta let some of that shit but go. But yes, but, but the, we know their... somebody
1: who like their kid was named Alexa, and it was like too awkward around the house that you would just be calling out, and then like because half the time Alexa thinks you're talking to her. Which so is the style.
0: Facebook page I also saw they only had like five thousand likes or so, but I don't it's know. Not if bad they, yeah. for a
1: small business, but so the I first don't
0: know. first group to present. Wait,
1: we're not gonna talk about the Bayang. The what? not the bang
0: no i don't know what you're talking about sister patterson a really well bad i know wig. the tiktok it was a bad
1: but... it was a bad wig and oh. like it was a very intense bang so i just had to write not the bang Uh-oh.
0: the bad wig um so
1: new york says that this challenge is again inspired by her therapist saying that she doesn't need to rely on a man and his money be to... a strong
0: independent woman
1: yeah but again why is this therapist thing becoming a recurring theme like it doesn't you don't need to give new york's show this much structure like you gotta let it breathe a little bit and her
0: description of the challenge was saying that like she needs a man to help her bank account
1: yeah which i thought it was just, interesting doesn't make any so
0: sense. first group to present is 20 pack wolf and buddha with 20 pack leading the way on the presentation and we find out that the name of their company is Y and i which stands for you and i i know because piece of shit buddha says it like 10 times you would not you would not and she's like smirking and excited <sighs> so she's just like y'all bedazzle the fucking ipod they took a it, glue it, gun so, and some rhinestones and threw it on a fucking mp3 so player. the sample that they Love have it.
1: literally looks like the jankiest school project you could have. oh and the button in
0: the middle is exactly lined up with her vagina so i thought it was funny that like she oh. probably looked at it and went like oh my god like
1: yeah, because the picture, like, they they printed out a picture of New York and Sister Patterson to, like, go on the screen segment. Oh, it looks terrible. And they cut it all out, and it's black, uh, pink and black zebra print, like, the walls of the house, and, like, the buttons. It just is, like, it's the jankiest looking shit you've ever seen in your life.
0: It the looks like they were going thing... to invent, like, iPod cases.
1: Well, yeah, like, iPod skins were a thing by this yeah. time. But I just, I... It's, like, so weird that they think New York would be big enough to have her own. The only thing about this I thought was a good idea is that it came preloaded with I Love New York Season 1 and 2. It is
0: funny. They're like, 1 and 2? 1 and 2. Oh, shit. That yeah, was funny. They had
1: to really work on selling it. It, just, oh, it, was a terrible it idea. just looked janky as hell.
0: But all we get is the cuts here of New York, like... This she thought tired it was tired-ass
1: ideal yeah. being pitched. She kept saying ideals. ideal when, like, throughout the show, she kept saying ideal when she meant idea. And it wasn't like, oh, well, she you just misheard. Ideas. That's true. She didn't say ideas. Who well, said ideas sh- again? It was like... Well, I can't that-
0: shit on it because that's how my grandma used to say it. I love oh. my grandma.
1: But either way, I... Like, she just kept saying, like, ideals. And it's not a... It's not us mishearing it. Like, it is very clearly. It's just what she said. There's huh? a very clear L. It said it in
0: the fucking captions, too. Yeah. But all she could do here, she's as terrible as the ideas. She just pictures her and Buddha having sex on the table.
1: Yeah. Also, he's in, like, a sport jacket over, like, a tank top. He's still wearing like, an undershirt, tank, tank top thing? And jeans. It's
0: like all he ever has. It's that same tank top. I fucking It, like, hugs it. your armpits
1: yeah no that was believe me that was a very good look for the time it, like i found it very attractive at the really? time yes i always thought
0: those tank tops looked fucking stupid
1: yes very attractive for the time especially if you wow felt, like, clearly relax. look at you
0: you're like yes no
1: i'm just like emphasizing that it wasn't just like oh yeah it was like kind of cute like no it was a good look especially like 50 cent was like the king of those
0: i thought he wore regular ones
1: Nope, he was the first Uh, one i remember seeing who wore that kind of thing and he has good shoulders for it like he's a terrible he's ripped out of his mind yeah he's a terrible human being but he pulled off those tank tops really well
0: so next up we have man man entertainer and midget mac where they are asked why perfume and not one of them answers so we get i think
1: that was an edit thing because it was like very quickly where he's like who does man man's like who doesn't want to smell good they also show true i mean yeah but it just is like, man man true true well why wouldn't you say because i i guess i'm thinking about this now in 2020 with shark tank brain that it's like you know celebrity fragrances are really popular right now because obviously if everybody had enough access to things like to be able to print out for example all of that shit for the previous presentation because that yeah. was clearly it came out of a printer yeah like why wouldn't you just do some research on celebrity fragrances i don't know why make, am i even make if- a label right and at, at the very least they right? didn't even try i wrote that down later on where i was like uh hold on uh where did i say that oh how did all the other guys get access to a printer but all of this has is a cape they priced the items as a small bottle for a hundred dollars, which is way too much for this given yes. the circumstances. I mean, a medium for one hundred and fifty and a large for three hundred. And they again bring out the Bombay Sapphire bottle and with a
0: stupid cape on it and
1: like a whited out logo. Like they didn't even because obviously they can't show the logo. Yeah.
0: And that's how the logo was at the house. They just literally took the bottle from the house and was like, and just put a it.
1: fucking cape on it. That's funny. It just is so bad. And New York hates it so much. And when, who, I think Siri is the one who asks what, like, whose idea it was. Uh, oh, who was the well, leader? Well, oh, there are two
0: questions. There's multiple questions. Okay. Yeah,
1: so they ask what the scent was. Yeah. And Frank's like, Even if you
0: couldn't actually make this, what scent would it be? Right. Pretty much.
1: And he's like, I don't know. Tropical. Oh, well, it we
0: said it would be like a tropical smell. I'm mean, like, no, think of this if her name is New York, what did we were saying before? You think apple? You make a false scent.
1: I mean, it's got to be seasonal, but I, I would picture New York having a scent something closer to like what Kim Kardashian did. Like that kind of smell, like a little bit richer, yeah, sweeter. I mean, it's got to be one as Not you were quite. saying, like if, light tropical. If fun. she
0: were to make one, it would be a massive thing for like that junior, senior, and high school level, maybe yeah, the yeah, early yeah. college, where it's just like fuck spray stuff. like a baby fat in.
1: type of thing. Like it's you know you're. It would come in like a set that you would buy for your high school girlfriend at yes. Christmas time. Again, the, yes, the, the perfume, guy, maybe the shampoo. And terrible the... gifts. Yes, exactly. Um, well, they're
0: great gifts for straight guys.
1: Apparently, I used when to. They... Oh
0: man, like when my mom would get me one of those for Christmas, when it was like a cologne, and then the deodorants were always terrible. They never lasted. They smelled phenomenal, of course, but like the you get the cologne that, and you get like the shampoo or like the after shave. Oh, those are great, and they're not that expensive because they came with a decent sized bottle. And it would be like forty bucks, when the bottle alone used to be like fifty, but they would have like a holiday sale.
1: The bar is truly in hell. So ultimately, what when hell? they ask, well, ultimately, when they ask who came up with the idea, who's the leader? entertainer despite this whole time being like oh, i came up not with not the my idea big they spark- said who is
0: the leader fine very and big when difference he
1: is like saying all the time he's like leading the conversation back at the house he's sitting in the talking heads going with my big smart brain yes. i came up with he this thought- good idea. he looked at
0: it where he was the leader in and yeah idea he man. considered
1: himself the leader and then he's like well man man's been oh, doing yes. most of the talking once
0: they were shitting on it they was pretty much like i can't say this now and then I thought yeah, it was He is like yes. visibly
1: horrified.
0: And then Midget Mac jumps on the table after he says, "Do you want to hear our slogan?" He says, "Smell so good, make you want to slap your mama."
1: This is when I stopped being interested in Midget Mac a little bit because I said this right, I said this last week that normally he's good at being kind of funny without
0: Not this time.
1: trying too hard mm-hmm. and he was doing a lot. And New York said she was enjoying it but i can't help thinking now that she's kind of again being like it obviously pisses my mom off that i like this so i'm going to keep up the facade that i'm into this although did you notice that when he jumped up on the table there were weird like zebra stripes printed on the table like it looked like a cricket kind of printed sticker uh, thing on the table no
0: i missed that i guess yeah. why would that be there
1: I guess to do like to keep consistent with the Isle of New York branding and all the pink zebra. Oh, print. that's true. Because it was like a regular boardroom table, like a brown black yeah. boardroom table, but it had like the weird zebra print kind of sticker looking things on it.
0: So, we cut to our next group of Punk, Mr. Wise, and Pretty, where I love their name.
1: Loved this. I love
0: their name because I was like, this is a brand I 100% could see inside somewhere like a Spencer's or Spencer's Gifts, whatever it's officially called. And their name is Pretty Wise Punk. And it goes into where- The fucking name could be Pretty Wise Punk and they can make that pink and black zebra stuff that's like kind of like furry or whatever, like a little bit like I could picture book bags, fanny packs, hats. Like nowadays it it would be, well, they said it. I was like, oh my God, this would be like marketing gold right now. You get those like younger girls that are not, I don't want to use the word goth, but
1: Alternative.
0: Yes. Thank you. That would be the preferred word. It would be their alternative, and it's the right word. I shouldn't even say I know, preferred. It's the right word. That was stupid. But I could see that being like, God, like a huge thing a right swur.
1: now.
0: So the first thing they introduce is classy sassy, which is for young adults. Yeah,
1: they said like a junior young adult collection. These are clearly men who have no concept of women's not at all. fashion in the but slightest. But they tried. I guess. New York seems to show much more interest in it than I would have. She liked
0: it. Books, you could tell they put thought into it, and that's a big deal.
1: So they have this princess collection. Then they go to the, the grown and sexy, which they call grown and sexy, which is but gross because the item that they show, they're like, and this would be a prom dress. Exactly. And I'm sure what they meant was it would be like a formal gown, but they didn't have the language for yes. it. Uh, like or for like a formal event or something like go. that. And, but they didn't have the language for it, and all they could think of was prom gown. Oh, this is but a prom it's gown. like, why are you calling it grown and sexy when referring to a prom dress? It just—it clearly was a a poor choice of words and not knowing what yes. you're doing.
0: And they were asked, who would you pretty much hire to make all these? Which was an
1: excellent answer because I was very concerned that it would be them, but they were like, "Oh, we'll hire up and coming urban designers," and I was like, "Sounds legit."
0: It really seemed like—I mean, Punk knows what he's doing. So the brand will be called New Love.
1: Honestly, I thought this was a good name, too. It just goes south from here.
0: I'm searching for a new love. And there you go. You get a deal with that Mary group. Jade and you re- Yeah. She sings Real, Real love. love. Oh, God. Boy, who the fuck did I think? doesn't matter because we're continuing the show.
1: Did you think it was SWV?
0: Maybe. Either them or Invogue In was going to be my... Oh, I love Invogue. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was I. I'm not faulting you on that part. It was more just that you didn't know real love was Mary J. Blige that I'm concerned about. But sorry, that's fine. We're gonna keep going.
0: Anyway, so it's about knowing that you look unbelievable. So
1: right, so new love is knowing you look unbelievably voluptuous. Yes, honestly, I kind of like the acronym. I think it works great. I thought it worked, except they did N U, and when so it could have been like K N U for like knowing
0: cool love new K. New. oh so you want to say like k-n-u
1: that's what i just said yes
0: k-n-u new k-n-u well,
1: because if it's canoe po-
0: love they make boats
1: <laughs> knowing you look unbelievably voluptuous is not that bad
0: no, it sounds great. Although now you get Sister Patterson immediately Sister Patterson cutting them off.
1: Immediately has to jump into the fat phobia, and she's like, yes. "Are you calling her fat? Yes. Like are that's voluptuous is what you call fat people." That's the new
0: word for fat these days. It's not. No one ever called me voluptuous, Sister Patterson.
1: What are you? Because I was fat. Saying, I know because, but it's not. I always considered voluptuous like curvy, like I'd, not even bbw level. No, but, not at all. But, but voluptuous. I think it would be like, like today's th- thick. Well, yes, but also- Maybe I think even less. I would say not even quite that. I would say something like uh, Marilyn Monroe, James Mansfield. I even think, to the point of like Anna Nicole Smith yeah. type. I
0: think big boobs with some butt, if not a big butt, and curvy. I think like yeah. hourglass.
1: Right. Uh, but Sister Patterson obviously needs no, to make yeah. it toxic as hell. And then they all start tearing into them about- voluptuous meeting fat and yeah. they're obviously calling new york fat and she's like i can fit my ass into a size two i'm like they're saying i'm fat blah blah blah
0: just and s- they defend themselves and right. she and says punk
1: says the same thing yeah. he's like to me it I, means
0: a nice curvy woman and she goes oh okay i like that i'd like that
1: yeah i don't know it's just it's he so says funny.
0: nice breasts nice body like when i think if someone goes like the first person in your head if you say the word voluptuous i would think like sofia vergara
1: okay thinner I was, waist I was going huge boobs but i know no, exactly but school. that's
0: true like that is it's true that's who you really think of so she actually did love the idea minus the last part where she felt a little insulted i guess because they used the word voluptuous but it's like come on so our final group is cheesy taylor made it where they present a movie called bab Haha. remember
1: yeah it, it was a weird and sad joke but yes. it, it has to do with Wop. It's just a long story.
0: So they put the. It stands for badass bitch. Where sister, sister
1: Patterson P- is not thrilled about this.
0: No. Uh, well, she cuts them reasons. off to point at it, just be like, "You're a freak being in that helmet." And it's like, "What is going yeah, on?" Yeah,
1: not weird. So I think we brought it up last episode. Yeah, when Midget Mac was in the gym, and yours, I think, had the the helmet on, or was it pretty? Or yours? One of, one them. of them had the helmet on. I don't know. Apparently this helmet's coming with them everywhere. Passes around the house. As much as I was very skeptical about this idea and concerned for a variety of reasons, it is executed pretty well.
0: No, they did well with it.
1: I think, well, like, it says this thing where he's like, I'm Captain Kung Fu or something like that, Well, he calls himself Kung Fu Tai. Kung Fu Tai. Who
0: is going to be the sidekick
1: which doesn't make any sense i Not think he all. just did that for an excuse to stand there in the army helmet exactly but the other guys kind of carry the whole thing and they're like she beats up women she beats up oh, wow no Doc look at playing. you hate she hater. beats up men who, who, disrespect, are, who women. disrespect women oh and you're skipping a lot though what okay you go then
0: well yes because bab is aka new york tifa n-y
1: tifa that's what they say
0: which N-Y- I felt like the no, last I mean, name Tiffahantis is was- a little kind of yes, like. Yes,
1: absolutely. 100% problematic. Thank
0: you. Who, yes, fights men who disrespect women. She's a sexy vixen to young men. A role model to teenage girls and young adults. An iconic figure to both fashion and sex appeal. They wanted the nostalgic heroin feeling, trying to give sort of a Foxy Brown type feel to bring back to the black exploitation genre.
1: Honestly, can't argue with this. Sounds legit. It kind of
0: went great. It was like, oh shit! I, like this is where it's like, hey Netflix, you throw all this money around, let's do this, you sons of bitches, right? And they even throw in numbers where they say a projected gross of sixty million domestically, which is a stupidly low number.
1: Actually, it's not for if. What? if honestly, if you're not expecting it to be like a big budget thing, because like I don't know, I why. would.
0: It's so, New York.
1: My first example, right? Because this wouldn't be big budget, though, because New York is not mainstream. No, I don't mean the movie's it.
0: big budget, but they're going to make 60000000 million? I'm sorry. If New York, at this time, if New York came out in a movie no. that was something like this, no. it would make so much more than that. You're wrong. I think you're wrong. You're wrong. I think it's not. So nuts.
1: here's why I think you're wrong. So- to scale, Through right? The
0: following that this show has. Okay,
1: but you are really you're overestimating it, honestly, because this Pssh. is pretty niche, so this would be more of like a a cult indie kind of movie, right? So for some reason They're the
0: ones that the, make the money.
1: The first movie that popped into my head to look for scale about what this movie would potentially cost.
0: Was it Jersey, whatever? It was not.
1: Oh. For some reason, Lady Bird popped into my head. Oh. Because I was like, all right. No, I would go bigger movie
0: Independent
1: film. Why? Why?
0: Because New York had a bigger following than anyone in that movie. Have that big
1: of a following. If you were to ask my mom who New York was, my mom would have no fucking idea. Yeah, but and my every mom is fucking like teenager
0: and kid that's in like six to fucking- Twelfth, so basically is she's fucking what?
1: She's Jojo Siwa for two thousand seven? No, she's not. She's a lot more niche than you clearly I are willing no. to admit. So I was like, it's "Let the me look." Most watched
0: it. show in like VH1 history at the time.
1: Yeah, but VH1 has a pretty niche audience,
0: and we would all pay tickets to go see this.
1: I don't think so. And do, how much do you think Lady Bird made in the box office?
0: I don't know, forty million. Forty nine. Oh, so I was close.
1: I I think that New York. I think that sixty feels
0: appropriate. I, I'd give her a hundred.
1: And also, I think it's it's more about making the budget back. And if it's supposed to be black exploitation, it's supposed to be lower budget, more cult, limited release type thing. I think sixty million is fair.
0: I thought more, but yes, why not? I don't
1: know why you like have this Marvels level expectation of her.
0: Not like, b- Marvel for an entirety, an entire run through movie theaters. Marvel yes. makes a shit ton more than that.
1: I'm aware that Marvel makes more than that. Isn't your argument that you think it's a low valuation that she would make more
0: than sixty? Yeah,
1: you're wrong. You're delusional. I love New York, but you're delusional.
0: Whatever. Agree. New disagree. York loves
1: it. They all love it. I mean, Sister Patterson, like,
0: she's kind of whatever. Kind
1: of comes around. It's whatever. Now, all the guys are done. They come out and they give her, like, she explains to them that they're going to hear the results when they're back at the house and yes. they're going to sit there and decide. So, we get a quick scene of New York, Sister Patterson, and Siri kind of like going through them, but we don't know who they're talking about, which is which.
0: We end up back at the house now. Where she starts to break down, you know, everyone. Real quick little snippets. But for Man Man, Midget Mac, and Entertainer, she said, you basically brought a bottle of alcohol from the house. So her alcohol. Not just a bottle, but her own alcohol. Wearing a cape. It's pretty sad and pathetic. Though she did like the little dance that Midget Mac did. Because she she always has to point him out a little bit. Buddha, 20-pack, and Wolf. Apple came up with that shit five years ago. Cheesy it and Taylor made She absolutely loved the way they wanted to take her to the big screen. The character's just a little too over the top for her. I think
1: that she was stretching to find something to complain You
0: have to have some sort of a negative comment. You have to. Although, for Punk, Pretty, and Mr. Y, she said she loved the idea start to finish. It was really good. So she didn't have any negative comments on them. But she does decide that the winner is Cheesy, It, and Taylor made with the movie.
1: I mean, it makes sense. It honestly was the best idea and had the most potential to make her money. And I it think, goes a little
0: bit into, as you were saying earlier, where they were the ones kind of left outside. So maybe they are the ones that kind of deserve the uh, the date. So Taylor made actually wins the solo date because she thought he did the great job with the presentation. No,
1: she didn't. She thought well, she, she was out of the group. She was. The, he was the one that she was most interested in, and that is why. Well, she, she admits that
0: later them. as well too. Yeah. So Cheesy says the first time that he's really mad in the house. So it's, the camera just keeps following him as he, like, storms through the house. And he's just going around telling all the other guys how he wrote the plot. He came up with the numbers. Like, he pretty much is just like saying, I did everything. stewing around
1: the house and, like, walking from room to room complaining about it to, to whoever To each guy, is there. yeah.
0: It's like, you might as well just talk to a fucking producer about it. So Horrible Human Being Buddha does at first say, well, she picked him. And as mad as he is that he needs to get over it, it was New York's decision. But, wait, what did I say? Or at least I said, like, I didn't hear Taylor, Taylor May didn't take any fucking credit for anything.
1: I mean, he just didn't argue with the results. And, like, Cheesy, for some reason, had it in his head that Taylor Made should have gone, No, I actually didn't do as much, so, like, this date should go to Cheesy. Like, anybody would fucking no one's do, that do that in this yeah. circumstance. It's
0: so stupid. Although I thought this was stupid, where he's just kind of like, pretty much saying Taylor Made, "Will you come with me to talk to New York to tell and her that you believe that?" Explained this?
1: her that you whatever. And he's like, like, nah, was man. like, "No, like, no, you did contribute to the idea a lot." Yeah. And they were like, "Okay, let's go up and tell her." Yeah. And he's like, "No, I think you can do yeah. that on your own. It's like, be a
0: man, she'll respect it more." Like, Again, do something
1: else that could have potentially backfired, but in this particular case, it didn't. Yeah. So he goes up there to talk to New York and she seems like she's willing to hear him out and she's like, you know, like Cheesy came up here and he actually stood up for himself and I don't see Taylor made up here, so yeah, fuck it. Like, I'll go on the date with Cheesy. Yes. Which so is kind of like, alright, that
0: was a quick little twist.
1: Right. And I was like, huh, like, look at that. Like, standing up for yourself works out in your favor. Like, unexpected twists, yeah. right? So then, once, like, Cheesy comes down, he goes, well, guess I'm going on the date. Pew, pew, pew. You know, like, Maid's like, um, I'll be right back. No. What?
0: That's not what happens. Okay. He comes downstairs and he goes to Taylor Maine and says, if it's all right with you, I'm going to go on the date with her tonight. Yeah,
1: I don't really think he was actually asking if it was all right. I no, think No, the was way flexing. he says it, he goes, well, if it's all right, like, no. I'm going to go on the date.
0: And Taylor Mayne goes, no. oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Enjoy. Have a great time. And they shake hands. No,
1: I think he was like, and if it's all right Taylor with Mayne you. And then Taylor goes, ha, ha, ha. ha oh, wink, wink, wink. That's not how I saw it. Okay, well, because I thought it was wrong. weird. I was
0: like, "Why is Cheesy talking like this?" Yeah,
1: no, he's just trying. That's his. And then Taylor
0: Made's like, "Yeah, trust. absolutely man. Have a great time." And it was like, "Oh, so I guess New York made the decision, and he's respecting it." But no, Taylor Made says "uh-uh," and decides to go talk to her himself. So Taylor Made says he's not losing the date with New York tonight. Decides to go talk to her. So he goes to her room. Says he's thrown off because he talked to Cheesy, and then s- who said they're going on the date now. And that it was his strategic vision that really accomplished what they were able to accomplish. So New York says, you know what? We're going on the date now. And I thought it was funny because we get her talking head. And she says, at this point, I don't even care. I'm just Mm going to pick the one that I wanted. Although they bleep it out, she says, fuck.
1: Yeah. So she comes downstairs already for her date looking spectacular. And they're both waiting there and kind of like talking shit to each other in the meantime. And then, I swear to God, just, I guess, because of, like, the corner of the room that it's in, the lighting is very weird. And, like, it's the two of them both kind of pressuring her about which one she's going to go with that I was like, again, uncomfortable frat house energy here. Like, guys just being, like, creepy and not really respecting you. But New York's like, listen, I'm just going to – is this where she says something like, I'm going to go with my heart or something like that? And then she – kind of just walks off with Taylor. Well, because
0: they were talking, and then Cheesy says, like, well, what do you want to do, baby? And she just kinda, she's like, well, I can only go on a solo date. And she kind of, like, looks side to side to side and then just grabs So She's like, I'm going to go out, uh, and then grabs Maid's hand and, like, takes off with him. Which I thought was funny, but it's also very showing, like, Cheesy, like, she has no interest in you, bro. I'm sorry. You're yeah, not as charming as Mr. Boston. You've like, got
1: zero chemistry with her. You're not
0: good TV. yeah. So I thought this was an interesting date that she brought him to a jewelry store to have dinner.
1: I originally thought this was going to be like a Sweet Home Alabama type thing.
0: Like choose your ring or whatever? Choose your
1: own adventure, more or less. Or she gets
0: to choose because he has so much money.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Supposedly. Right. Or like, I actually thought when they showed the clip of her eating dinner and like a box coming over that I thought she was gonna end up going out on the date with cheesy, but Taylor made was gonna call in a favor and have them bring something to the restaurant. It doesn't go like that. They end up eating at some random fucking jewelry store, not quite Tiffany's, and at like a high top table and everything. It's just a very awkward. I think probably one of the most awkward dates we've had. Across That's how any I-
0: show. It was like, what. 30 seconds at most. There's this dude, Armand, who I guess owns the jewelry store. Yeah. They had dinner. He then brings a piece out that says, like, Oh, New York, I have that piece you ordered or whatever. Yeah, and
1: it's got like a TM on it, right? Like, and it's a very ugly piece. It wasn't, like, no, no shade to the jeweler, but like it was it was definitely not Tailor made style, but he has to kind of grin and bear They've it. They've done threat. things
0: not through these people, obviously, but through other jewelers and like gifts that they've done in the past that have been pretty sweet this one i was kind of like "eh, it's a little weird
1: This is it's just not his style it was a very quick date though not yes. really a lot to talk about
0: and we cut back to the house where it's just the same shit it's just cheesy bitching at everyone saying like "He shook my hand it's like bro the man the fuck up and go and then, on a date
1: and then buddha goes on this thing he's like people like cheesy end up becoming pawns to people like Taylor Meade and it pisses me off and it's like, why? Because you didn't get to be the manipulative one in this situation? Exactly. It's exactly what it was. Did you feel like that before we went on that whole tangent today? That Like, I mean, I just felt like it was clear to me even before listening to this episode that ta- uh, that Buddha is just like...
0: Buddha likes I, I control. Think
1: right, like I think he's threatened by Taylor Meade. Oh, absolutely. He's not gonna get... Not, it's not even about New York, though. Like, I think that it's strictly about like here's a a guy who's also like he's more traditionally successful too. Yeah. also kind of smart and cunning and manipulative and all of that stuff and like i think that he's really threatened by taylor made for that
0: reason. absolutely yeah. and although i know it plays in the storyline he is a mama's boy yeah so he's got another piece that he's got to fight through so they get back to the house and as Taylor Made is telling the guys that he had a great time, they went to a jewelry store, they had dinner and stuff. This is where she's like, "Can we talk? Just me and you, one on one?" Like pretty much with an attitude. <laughs> so you know, pre- It's the same shit. It's like you shook my hand and you ran upstairs behind my back. Taylor Made and talking, him and just says he doesn't care what she has to say. He doesn't care about the other guys. He's just here for New York.
1: Honestly, I kind of love that Taylor Made doesn't give a fuck that everybody he doesn't hates him. seem to like i mean it's really bold because that's got to be a really uncomfortable way to live i mean it's already one thing when i'm always impressed when the fact that new york spent two seasons like that yeah of island of uh flavor of love or like I, well Lacey was very concerned that people didn't like her and so was heather but like in general just the idea that you can be in this house where everybody hates you and you could just like be unbothered by it because i would not be able yeah. to function like that and i don't know i'm just like really impressed that anybody's able to do it
0: No, good for him. I mean, he probably still, like, talks and gets along with the guys, because it seems like they're all always bullshitting anyway. I mean, I'm just surprised. They all seem to kind of get along, no matter what show you watch.
1: I'm just kind of surprised to see men this, like, quick to be petty and bitchy to another man
0: the tv you know like i feel
1: like most of the time the guys are all just kind of like i don't like you in this interpersonal interaction or maybe two guys will have beef with each other the idea that a whole group of them is ganging up on one one or two guys is just very uh,
0: lord of the flies
1: yes but like um like uncharacteristic especially of guys who are all supposed to be like macho bro kind of dudes like you would think that they'd just be like whatever i don't fucking like you and then in certain instances that would slip out but no they're all just going to work to eliminate them
0: crybaby bullshit so weird so the next day we get another letter from new york saying good morning guys yesterday it and cheesy proof to me they know how to show me the money so now they are going to get a sneak peek of me looking my hottest get dressed meet me in the great hall." Which I thought was funny because Cheesy starts doing the Michael Scott like spin and point thingy.
1: Yeah, and he's got the Matrix glasses on. He's just
0: like, it's uh, why are you here? So we get to the date, and they show up to Pink Kitty Studios. I thought
1: they said Pekingese Studios at first.
0: Which would have been great to see a bunch of little puppies.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I would love that. And also, only on a reality show would your first date be at like a photo shoot. Soon
0: you could have Pink Kitty Studios with the photo shoot for Pretty Wise Punk. It mm-hmm. would work.
1: Pretty guys, nice Pekingese Yes, dogs. they're walking
0: in. <laughs> where we see a pool table, whole bunch of lighting, so we obviously know it's a photo shoot. As you said,
1: it's also a studio, so a, a well, photo yes. shoot. And the one introduces herself as the photographer. So it's
0: all pretty those, obvious all when they walk context in. Context
1: clues also. Lead well, at to first, that you conclusion. don't know what's coming,
0: but anyway. So New York says they better be ready to be on the cover of any magazine. So she ends up. She goes and change. She comes back in like a red corset some stockings. Boobies all up and over the place. She looks
1: spectacular.
0: So then it starts pretty much just like grabbing her ass and shit. And at one point she says like hit it or something. Yeah, or, she says
1: something like grab it or touch it or something like that. So she's into it, like a bop it. She <laughs> like likes a human bop it. She
0: loves his sexual aggressiveness. Like that's I obvious. No, you don't think so. I
1: mean, I think that she does, but it's like he's too weird about it. I told you that's it gives also me true. Very strong. Um... Old boy, like this is where,
0: like, the chance would thrive, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, he did, yeah, anyway,
0: yes. And then it cuts to cheesy going where, like, he thinks he's gonna be a show off and have fun, so he rips his clothes off and he's got fucking boxers with hearts on them. Little, I don't know, I don't want to say over the top, but it was just kind of like,
1: and because New York
0: not making the impression you thought,
1: yeah, well, because New York, I realized about her is that, like. She, because his whole thing about framing it is he's like, all right, I'm going to show her that I'm like fearless or whatever, which in theory sounds good. But like for New York, if your definition of bravery doesn't come in the form of toxic masculinity, Mm. she doesn't want it. So you making a fool of yourself in that way to her is super unattractive. So just it just not
0: gonna work i mean it gets very uncomfortable she already too.
1: wasn't interested in him and this that's a big thing help. you
0: see it because anytime he goes for a kiss she's always turning away
1: she straight up says i could not like stand the thought of kissing him so yeah I turned away every and time it's like tried. the fuck
0: he shouldn't be here in the first place then like i understand <laughs> we have to have people here but it's kind of like why waste the time and she has a paddling him and shit here which is kind of funny although he kind of enjoys it so it's like all right yo No kink shame in here. Never. Y'all love what you do. Well, I
1: would say never, but. Depends. The next scene.
0: There's so, yeah. (laughs) So we get back home from the shoot where she goes into her room.
1: Oh, conveniently talking to somebody off camera until
0: it's so stained. There's candles and petals. Exactly. Because the second the camera cuts to the bathtub and we see entertainer standing there, you're kind of like, all right, well, someone forced you to be here, which is funny. And then he ends up doing what Sonya would probably...
1: Consider my worst I would say is yeah. probably,
0: yeah. It would probably be the Ugh. last thing you ever want done to you. I don't to want to
1: king shame if feet are your thing.
0: Just no, if it's your thing, you do your thing, and you enjoy it and have fun. Just, be responsible. Be smart. very much
1: not my thing. No. So watching this happen was unsettling.
0: I mean, he goes right in and just starts, like, sucking the well, shit out like of her toes. he's, like, rubbing
1: her feet first, he's like, oh, you're on your feet all day. And she's like, Thanks. And then he, like, starts popping toes into his well, mouth. What's when she
0: says, my mom says you're a sexual deviant, and he doesn't even say anything. He's just immediate fucking toes in the mouth.
1: And what's funny, too, is he's like, oh, I'm not normally into feet. And it's like, well, you seem really prepared.
0: You seem like you were ready to do you that. You seem
1: like this is not your first foot rodeo. So. And she
0: fucking, I mean, who knows if it's all an act for the cameras or whatever, but she actually seems like she's really enjoying herself I, with this. The
1: thought of somebody putting my foot in their mouth makes me want to die just go out and just commit death by it's peace. like
0: just like a heads up for everyone if you don't understand how this goes if Sonia and i are just like laying down next to each other and if my foot toe
1: anywhere near me touches
0: her foot she like
1: full recoil kicks yeah
0: kicks to the side like Talk about fucking instincts I don't kick and him. I don't. No, no, no. Of course, yes, exactly. That's what I mean.
1: It's an important distinction. I'm not kicking him. Your
0: I just... reflex. I just have yeah. to. Yeah,
1: yeah. It is a reflex. It, it's a it
0: doctor just... hitting your knee with that stupid little fucking triangle thing. <laughs> I don't is... know what it's called. No, I know. I it's know a reflex it... test. I
1: forgot what that thing is called. If
0: anything, if you're laying down on the couch, I'm the other way or whatever, and like. My arm brushes against you on your foot. It's always like, <gasps> just, and please, you shimmy. Just
1: please don't touch my feet. I'm sorry. That's we can move on. Is. Yes. The and last. The only, the well, last... no, because I'm not somebody who's weird about it for pedicures. Like for there, I can like suspend my well, issues because it's like clinical. Yeah. Right. Just if it's You're for. treating yourself. Yeah. It's just, I can't for romantic purposes and you hate any. feet and it's just i again i am not shaming you if that is your thing that you're into in any capacity yeah
0: go like off said, have fun i
1: i'm sure there's plenty that i'm willing to do that you may not but that sounded way worse than <laughs> wow. i intended it but <laughs> i don't like, cook what is i don't list? List. No, clean I'm just
0: kidding. i don't clean yeah there you go i
1: definitely don't clean but i cook that's not why he married me anyway
0: say <laughs> so what did cardi say I don't cook. I that's, don't clean. But saying. I got the ring. That was whatever. what I said.
1: That was where this came from. Ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. Yes. Anyway. Yes. You married me for my stunning personality.
0: So Taylor Made comes in.
1: See how he just glosses as- over that because we know it's a fucking joke. Anyway, no,
0: <laughs> I do love your personality. Okay. I'm trying to keep the show going. <laughs> but Taylor Made then comes into the room as entertainers leaving, in which another you could tell this is all like stage shit. Where he says it bothers him and he admits that it is part of jealousy. But I mean, he- I don't
1: blame Taylor Maid for trying to make time. This is not me being like, Oh, cause he's woke now. I'm trying to give him credit. Like, from a strictly game playing perspective, he's not really hurting anybody or not harming all. anybody that's not already being kind of weird. Yeah. So like from a, I think that, like, his throwing money around and him being kind of manipulative is all gross. But, like, in terms of his ability to play the game and, like, show up for her. No, he knows what he's doing. He's doing a good job. So I appreciate that he's always trying to make time yes. for himself and for her.
0: And mentioning to New York where it would be interesting if they could somehow show her the footage of the way that the entertainer acts at times. Huh, footage. Okay. I like that. I'll give you that one. <laughs>
1: I don't know why my pun game is like this. You're trying.
0: It's all right. It's like we switched. I know. But it is true. Like, since what we've seen, it does seem like fucking entertainer can go zero to 60 at any second with anger. Like, he's clearly got some fucking issues, at least the way the cameras make it look, which is how he explains to New York how uncomfortable he is with it. So we move on. To I don't a, feel
1: safe having you alone with him, without like, me
0: around. It's like, like Taylor Made. You're not going to do anything anyway,
1: right? Like, I don't. Think it would you could literally. You, you couldn't you punch a half. light.
0: You couldn't punch a fucking fake light on a wall.
1: That's just silly. And just like also like entertainer, just because he's like aggressive like that towards other guys doesn't mean he's like that to women or would be like. No, exactly.
0: Exactly. He could just be a completely normal dude. It's kind of like, yo, step the fuck off if you're
1: right. Exactly.
0: So we move forward to elimination time. Where we get. So like three hours later, but we get some talking heads first from Buddha who thinks Taylor made is going to go tonight because he's shady and has he has no respect for him at all. Taylor Maid says he'll be upset if entertainer stays, and the entertainer says there's confident there's no way he's going home based on what just happened. So New York walks in the room. I like her with her hair down like this. Kind of like curly and stuff. I know yeah. it's the wig and whatever, as you said, but... I'm not good at telling wigs from, like, real.
1: It can be tough, but it just... Because her hair is always practice. good.
0: Like, whatever she's doing, it seems like it's always kind of good and at done. At the very and...
1: least, it's extension. Eccentric- like, I don't believe that's all her real hair, which feels racist now that I'm saying it out loud. But I don't... That <laughs> It's also because she's, like, expressed many times that she's worn wigs, so...
0: So, New York comes in for the eliminations. And for her first chain, she Wait. says...
1: Oh, wait. You have written down what she says because you don't normally. So I just want to make sure
0: what she says. I just said this man has been wonderful. Oh, my
1: God. Wait, I forgot to say the iconic line of the week from the last scene. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So
0: rewind. (laughs) Rewind (laughs) the love
1: podcast. There you go. I just I had to bring this in because it's disturbing, but it made me laugh. It is any doubts I had about the entertainer melted away the moment he put mine your foot into his mouth.
0: I feel like that's why we skipped it, is because it just involves feet. <laughs> you are ready to I go to the next scene. We not talk
1: about it anymore. Uh, or so picture it. She, she, There's a very quick intro to who she gives the chain to yes. first. She so, says, a man who has been wonderful, and she does like this coy little giggle, and she says, tailor made. And then she says, I like, and I think this is really interesting that she does, she starts doing this during the eliminations, is like, If there's something she knows will, like, start a problem, she brings it up during the elimination. So in this case, she's like, I believe that you're really here for me tonight. And that's why you told me earlier tonight that you believe Entertainer is a psychopath. Like, oh, yeah, that's not going to backfire for him later. And I'm going
0: to teach you how to put makeup on a bear. Like, (laughs) that's in his life. No,
1: I just think more like it's... uh I don't know. There's probably no. I see a, what you mean though. There's probably a letters from death row reference I could make here if I didn't scrub that movie from my brain. Yeah. Where it's like you're setting that person up to go back into the lion's den, like you know, back into the depths of
0: hell. Yeah. With be,
1: having exposed them for being a snitch.
0: You can be like cheesy. I'm gonna choose you. Although don't cheesy, forget that. You. Yes.
1: Oh my god. Pokemon.
0: Cheese whiz is just his move
1: it's <laughs> kind of funny
0: although that would be what is the one where they do what the type re- of
1: pokemon type is that like what's a the replacement
0: type? <laughs> one what's the egg star thingy the
1: egg star there's thing. the one it
0: looks like an egg and like the upper body oh. looks like a star
1: oh i don't remember i'm gonna
0: consider it that one
1: what kind of pokemon type is that rock Hold on, now I gotta look up the stupid
0: The Egg Pokemon. I,
1: what's funny is I used to have them all memorized because I was that kind of loser. Up. Egg.
0: You had the little red thing, like the index?
1: What? Remember no, the I... index
0: thing they had? Like the Ash Catchem had like the red thing and like oh. they started selling it. It had like all the details. Oh, I don't on all remember. I
1: just straight up had them memorized from the little book and then also we had a poster. Egg shaped.
0: Also, I will say probably the greatest theme song of all time.
1: The Pokemon theme song. Oh yeah. I want to be Chancy, right? With the egg.
0: The one, yes, the one with Chansey. the triangles on it. Yeah, yeah. So whatever kind of Pokemon Chancy is, is going to be cheesy. Chancy and on. cheesy. Chancy a- evolved into cheesy.
1: I think that I think that cheesy would look like another type of Pokemon, but I don't have which one. I don't know. I don't have Pokemon Recall like I used to.
0: Doug, not Doug. What the fuck's the purple Doug? blob thing? No, there
1: is no Pokemon named Doug. Dig it. It is. Oh, like... Dig it was the other one. What oh, is the purple Doug. blob thing? Yeah, thingy? you're right. It is Doug. What? Uh Oh, fuck. I cannot believe like all Pokemon you don't know information any of them yeah. left my brain. Apparently, this is a normal type Pokemon. Or it could which be I like not know was a thing.
0: They could be like. Uh... Be like worthless, like Goldeen. Cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. No, cheesy. you know He'd be, what's the what's oh, doesn't Goldeen fucking
1: no evolve
0: it's... into like a fucking beast? No,
1: you're thinking of the fish one. Goldeen is the fish. It's not. It's, that's not his
0: Goldine name. is a fish. Goldeen, Goldeen, Goldeen. Just jumps around. <laughs> Just I know weird. it because it's in when you use the Pokeball. Magikarp! Ball. Oh, okay. You're
1: thinking of Magikarp.
0: Isn't Magikarp, Magikarp what Magikarp. he turns into?
1: No, Magikarp is the original one because remember you get them in the fucking like because that's all you'd have left when you had Pokemon when you're playing Pokemon on uh, Game Boy. We have
0: them. That's fucking all you'd
1: have left, and you'd be like, this motherfucker, or whatever the That fuck his one name and um and, and Ditto.
0: Ditto is one. Yes. Ditto,
1: who didn't fucking do anything, is the other Pokemon. It would turn into
0: Sorry,
1: useless.
0: Although he's a bad guy, I love Mew too.
1: No, Goldeen is beautiful. Goldine, Goldeen. and um Sea King is what Magikarp. Mm turns into I think
0: who did you always start as uh
1: I think I kind of flopped between Bulbasaur and I think I was mostly a Squirtle Girl though wow I sorry you walked
0: right into I
1: I did Squirtle Girl
0: I guess that makes me Blastoise
1: oh (laughs) whoa canceled Blastoise
0: is my favorite Pokemon though
1: I'm not surprised. And now I'm
0: furious. I am I...
1: honestly not surprised because it is the closest looking to like a
0: a heavy guy. Uh, yeah. Well, outside of like Snorlax, yeah. who sucks. Snorlax.
1: I love Snorlax, though. I fucking love to Snorlax, especially. He's a in... funny son of a bitch. With a gets Pokemon, um, Pokemon Snap.
0: Yeah. No, Blastoise is the best now, no, I am mad. I gotta find, I have a fucking I was a sketchbook Puff. around here somewhere with I a I was really
1: one. a Jigglypuff girl. Like, that Jigglypuff. was my shit. I love, I love a bitchy ass Jigglypuff.
0: An angry Jigglypuff And was what's tough. the
1: other one? Clefairy, which is like a little too, a little too nice. I like, I just love Jigglypuff.
0: Pokemon. And Charmeleon, the second you know who, stage. You know who, who I really Jigglypuff
1: reminds me of too? Like, cause it's fucking, whatever. It's 11.15 at night and we're just. Talking about Pokemon now, apparently. All we know is Taylor made is safe. Yeah, Taylor made is safe, but um, I feel like Jigglypuff also reminds me a lot of Lumpy Space Princess. Oh my god! A very entitled. No, that's what the purple
0: block. Oh, okay. The way no, just
1: like a big sense of self. Okay, and very upset at getting interrupted while singing. While singing, I think because I also love Lumpy Space Princess.
0: Lumpy Space Princess is fantastic.
1: Oh, my God. Anyway, what Make the fuck up. are we saying? I feel like we're, like, telling on ourselves for being nerds way too fucking much.
0: Well, I've never hidden my side of it, but...
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, you're learning a lot about me today. So,
0: the second safe today... Also,
1: Entertainer's response to this is very aggro. He's like, uh, well, I fucking hate this guy. Blah, blah, Agro-crack? Blah. Yes, the aggro crack
0: But he doesn't like Mike O'Malley. So How could this... you
1: not like Michael O'Malley? Exactly. I'd be so disappointed if I heard something about him
0: so the second safe tonight is it which surprised or no
1: cheesy goes on this whole thing where he's like it's not even it's not even it it's a thing and it's like do you even know how to noun like it's and things are the same thing
0: if ifs and buts were candy and nuts every day would be the dong fest i don't know what the fuck it is he says it's a dwight true thing yes yes as we said i'm delusional because it's late did not get much sleep, so third safe is Punk because of y'all
1: and y'all not gonna sleep because of, of me. me yes, Sorry. so the
0: third safe was Punk. Not terribly surprised, she but wants yes. wants to
1: see more from him,
0: which you see kind of as a theme every season between people.
1: Well, I mean, it's hard to make your time. You gotta fit around the people who are doing the worst and the people who are doing the most. So he he definitely falls in that in between category.
0: For so sure. now we get the fourth safe, who is where a- she
1: says she wants. Oh no! She's she says who it is. Well, this
0: is who yes comes up terrible human being Buddha, who says wants to see them or she says she wants to see them grow. Then says, "Are you even listening?"
1: Because he's just kind of doing like smoldering face at her, and he but then he like goes off and is like, "Oh no, I'm like trying not to waste your time and." you know, he says, the intellect of the gentleman in me is keeping the, I believe it's Edward, because it's bleeped, so he could be saying asshole, but it,
0: it came sounds across leads, to yeah. me
1: like he was saying the N-word in me to to keep the N-word in me from fucking him up and yeah. being tailor-made. And, it, I don't know, she just kind of calms him down and he sort of apologizes to Sister Patterson and Sister Patterson's like, Don't apologize.
0: Oh, the thing that pisses me off here is that he says his disgust for Taylor Maid surpasses his love for New York, and right there, and I I was like, that quote should send this motherfucker home. The whole point of being on the show, and I know you've learned later through the Lacey interview, but it's like, the whole point of being on the show is you're supposed to be there for the person. If you're saying, oh, well, this person pisses me off more, so I'd rather, like, beat the shit out of him instead of, like, stay on the show for it. It's like, all right, well, you're just a piece of shit human being. So the fifth safe is Midget Mac who ends up shaking Sister Patterson's hand and gives a hug despite the fact that she looks well, she makes thoroughly repulsed. Yeah.
1: And also like New York is I like reveling I here too though. Well, New York is also reveling in the fact that like clearly he'll do anything to be with her. She's like, "I bet if I asked you to do a cartwheel right here, you would do it." And he, he does, does it.
0: it. Yes. Do the little trick for me. Ha, ha, ha. And that's what bothers me Like,
1: dance for me. It's
0: not a circus. Yeah. So, he does say that Sister Patterson looks like fine wine. So, now we get the quick ones. So, sixth save is pretty. Seventh is 20-pack. Eighth is wolf. Thank you. Ninth, Mr. Wise. At which point, we now kind of get the zoom into the remaining guys where you see Cheesy's face where he's just kind of, like, scared. But he also, you can see the nerves are hitting him, so he doesn't know what's going on. So she starts calling out. She says, Entertainer. A lot of people tell her that he's crazy. The Her uh, mom thinks he's crazy. And Sister Patterson's third eye never lies. Which is kind of... I think we get a talking head from him right now, which is kind of just like, oh, third eye, blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Entertainer.
1: Yeah, he... I forgot what he says. He's like something like, oh, her third eye is up her ass. But, or-
0: yeah i don't know it's butthole i
1: don't think he says that no he but...
0: didn't i threw that in there what is uh, the word why can't i can't even think of words right now
1: wait what are you saying what
0: is the word uh improv
1: uh,
0: <laughs> the irony there. of wow. not being able to think of improv, improv on holy the holy <laughs> shit wow whose line is it anyway not mine so says, you may be crazy, but you suck a mean toe. And like, I
1: love that, like, they cut to man-man immediately, and he just looks fully resigned. Like, well, I can't compete with that. Yes. <laughs> like, he's just like, well, I guess it's my time to go.
0: <laughs> and she appreciates the effort that he made in her bedroom today. So, number 10, safe entertainer he goes up and he screams out that he has love for new york without her even asking what she loves and this is where i love it sister patterson comes screaming in that you are a pervert you are a freak what's the youngest girl that you have been with in your life and he kind of like sits there for a second he's like, because, uh, like uh he
1: doesn't her? Seem, he doesn't seem like especially freaky to me no. you know like i don't know what this vibe is i don't know what sister patterson has against italian men but like i'm just dying that like she just looks at him and she's like you have to be some kind of sexual deviant yeah. and it's like Why? what about him gives off like creepy pedophile vibes because like I, he- I i mean listen anything is possible from anybody and i'm not accusing him of that in the slightest of but course. like i don't fucking get those i don't get like i get it like kind of like sleaze ball kind of like will cheat on you and gaslight you about it type of guy vibes and but, anger like, issues not right but not anything different than i've experienced dating italian men in new jersey before but also just just like i don't get fucking like pedophile vibes from him
0: that's yes i don't get a pedophile vibe he might have some anger issues but outside of that and she just calls him the bottom of the barrel nasty he's psychotic and he's a psycho which i'm kind of the same thing, i'm really but-
1: disappointed though that like they had teased in the coming up this episode that she was going to yell at him and say that he seems like he harmed an animal at some point in his life and And we don't get that scene not that i'm rooting for anybody to do that it's just so out of fucking left field i wanted to hear her say it yeah yeah it's just really absurd. and it
0: probably would have been an iconic line of the week if she actually said it during this and not a preview well
1: i mean i guess technically she she said it to technically someone. she said it but we just don't see it in this context and i'm really disappointed about it
0: so for those being sent home she says that cheesy is a very sweet guy she just doesn't feel him the way she hoped for man man that he didn't make enough effort coming to her to show that he wants to be with her which is true it really seemed like i mean i know they don't show us everything of course but he was always just kind of there yeah although cheesy looks like he's actually really sad and upset
1: well he's also like when they're doing the be beach cheese when she's going around and saying, you know, like eliminating or like saving people or whatever, he's like making the weirdest face because he that? knows he's, he's in going that home. weird, like Larry King stance. That's like, where Larry I said yeah. posture, and just like says, like, well, whatever. So miserable. Yes. I, that's what i
0: said you see it on his face where he looks like his nerves are hitting him and he's starting to get scared and like losing his mind like oh my god i'm gonna go home and it's like hitting him really hard it's just
1: like it's nowhere near that serious sir. it's not it's like bro you lost in the show big deal so obviously now that they're both eliminated and they're talking heads they show their real names and man man's real name is colin but it has two l's and cheesy's name is matthew with one t and i'm like too many l's not enough t's hmm that sounds like some sort of like pun or um like double entendre type thing. And so it's, it's not. not. It's literally just like Colin shouldn't have that many L's and Matthew should have another T. All
0: right. It's just my and That's Sonia spilling the tea like on Sonya's, how she feels uh, about names.
1: Sonia's name hot takes. There you go. Don't get me started on Diamante and Sweetie again. <laughs> Jesus.
0: I forgot about Diamante and Sweetie. But anyway, so that pretty much sums it up. I don't think I disagree with who left. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Cheesy should be there because she has zero feelings. She has for has no or attraction with him whatsoever. Yeah, like, he's and there Man-Man and he's not was just funny. Kind of
1: just there, there.
0: Neither of them was doing anything.
1: Man, man was there, there.
0: Yeah, that works.
1: I know.
0: I will allow it. Mills Lane uh yeah. what was Liberty that death match? yes thank you Wow. i really can't think i'm sorry
1: i'm just really surprised that it came to me that
0: yeah. quickly <laughs> that's what she said um so <laughs> our credits we have taylor made holding a pillow and it i is- was
1: like not sure what's happening at first well you don't know They're the Bruce Lee one inch punch then very close to each other and all of a sudden just fucking it just like punches him real hard in the stomach because there's
0: famous video from back in the day it's bruce lee where you have your hand like this fully people can't see I, people can't see so you what imagine is this? you stick your hand out like a handshake completely open and you put your fingertips at the person's like chest and you build enough momentum in your punch that just closing your hand that distance from your fingertip touching to your knuckle that what is that a couple inches Sure. just there with the way your body turns and you see it here it gets him pretty fucking oh, good he, he, he knows this fucking form like he knows what he's doing he
1: has spent time practicing this yeah with it's
0: all in the fucking foot hip and like the torque of the body and it's just throwing the force there's no wind up of the arm it's just a quick little like jab and it's pretty impressive he gets him and Taylor May is like oh I thought my heart was caving in on me you want me to teach like you and he's all. like no i know that was terrible he sounds
1: nothing like that
0: well i can't do a fucking taylor made impression
1: he's got a new york accent it's like closest to what you have grown up with and around
0: i was just doing a voice i guess i, I have don't know. to figure out
1: where he's from i get very strong westchester vibes he reminds me a lot mm. of a guy i was friends with in college and who was very similar to this so i oh actually i feel like he's from connecticut which also tra- i mean connecticut is
0: basically westchester right I well, that I couldn't tell you. They might get offended by hearing I loved that. I love it. Know. Like
1: I, I love that you spent all that time in fucking Massachusetts, and you don't know shit about anything above Rockland all I County. Do,
0: Connecticut, I drove through. That's all I know about Connecticut. It's, I went you to you some to friends' drive, houses there, but to that's go about up it.
1: Through you have to go up into um because it's like parallel. You just go to up.
0: Like, you gotta. You, the, I hate Connecticut for the reason of when you drive. I was gonna say like, you don't want
1: to them by saying the accent is similar, but you
0: straight up no, I don't said I'm because of an accent. The way they've designed their where instead of like there should be a highway that goes right through, as opposed there to isn't? having no, you have to drive like completely pretty much sideways That's and shit to get weird. through it. It's stupid, it's not a big state, anyway. I am aware of that. So, that yes, with the credits, he does it. He goes, You want me to show you how to do it? <laughs> And he's telling he's pretty much like no. Nah. And he's like, well, you can hold this bigger pillow for the next one. And like he goes to lift like a couch cushion. It was pretty funny. Silly. I thought this was actually a pretty good credit. It scene was pretty f- funny given
1: how stale most of them have been across a couple different yeah. shows. So I'm grateful. Like but a- yeah, I agree with who went home, and
0: I've, I can't argue with it.
1: I'm excited to see how the next couple episodes go, I guess.
0: Now um, that- Yes, we're counting down a little bit. We're finally in the top 10, so right, shit's going to get a little more into, serious.
1: Right. Real personalities now. Exactly.
0: We're going to get to learn about these people a little more. Who's funny? Who's awkward? Who's a piece of shit?
1: We already know who's a piece of shit. Yes,
0: we do. <sighs> sort of. Yes, but there we might do. be
1: other people, too. I don't know.
0: So besides that, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode.
1: Yes. Um wait is there anything else that normally happens here no uh rate review subscribe tell friends who don't suck yes
0: five stars please
1: and you can follow the show i don't really post anything on facebook anymore but it's facebook oh my god i can never fucking do this still Rewind the Love Podcast on Facebook at Rewind Love Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at Sonia Marie says.
0: I am at Mr. Feeny519. Thank you all so much for listening. Wait,
1: and also we have a Patreon. Don't forget well, to subscribe I was, to our Patreon. I was about
0: to go into that. Oh. I was gonna say thank you all so much for the support with the reviews and everything, just for the listens. And I was gonna say and Sonia, what's another way they could support us?
1: Oh, sorry, I got too overzealous. Patreon.com slash rewind the love pod. Not go. rewind love pod. Rewind yes. the love pod.
0: Cover the two thousand stuff, as I know we've mentioned earlier. We go into the VH1 stuff. Pretty much all the shit we grew up with would fun on TV. All around this time, some little earlier. Yeah. It's a good time. We enjoy it. We rant a lot.
1: Yeah. Like this, but like weirder. Yes.
0: But once again, thank you all for the support. We love you all. We appreciate you all.
1: Yes, we love you. Be smart. Be safe. Make yes. good choices. Yes. Don't listen to Buddha. Masks are fucking important.
0: Exactly. Oh. And so are LGBTQ rights. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I left and the people. plus out. Plus. Sorry. Oh my I leave God. that out as yes. well. Yes. Sure, now,
1: now I'm like extra serious about the plus because I know that it makes Buddha so angry. So. What a terrible nickname
0: for him, too, being that, like, Buddhist is supposed to be just all about peace. and and
1: understanding and Buddhism is about tolerance. And, no, just antithetical to his hotep piece of shit personality. Anyway, we love the rest of you. And on a positive
0: note, exactly. We love you all. And
1: on a positive note, because it was eight years ago today, Mike slid into my DMs very awkwardly, as the conversation showed. That was pretty
0: funny. Yes, it was
1: very awkward. You have to admit.
0: Well, a little bit, yeah. But I had to fucking find a way being the. What is the word? I don't
1: remember if we told the story on here before, and we're not going to go into it now. But basically, it it took uh, the couple who set us up breaking up for Mike to be like, "Hey, things are kind of crazy. If you want to hang out sometime, I'd like to."
0: I would try. (laughs) This extremely low self esteem dude. Yeah. Who found you very attractive and. It was two chickens just to
1: say anything about it until I said something. But
0: I reached the rest out is first. History. Well, well you... no, that's true. I found fa- yes, like you said, the, we're not gonna r- okay. The, I the... found out you thought I was cute, and I was yeah, like, yeah because
1: yes. I. So technically, I made the first move. Nobody fucking cares. Anyway, <laughs> we had a uh, a great time ranting with you all, and we love you. And again, make good choices. Yes, and please stay uh, safe. Yes,
0: be smart. We love you all and we'll catch you here next time on Rewind the Love. Bye. Bye.